Why did that make a noise? <laughs> oh, I see why. I see why. See, I'm not I'm not taking care of stuff over here. Got the wrong computers doing the wrong thing. Welcome in, everybody. Welcome into the show. My name is Ultimate DJs. Welcome in to another episode of Talking Trek Live, Star Trek Fleet Command's official podcast on a beautiful Sunday afternoon. My God, God could not have made it any better if he tried. Yeah, what a day. Let's see who is hanging out in the galaxy with us. Server sound off. You guys hit it. And let's roll. Let's see who we got. Data Systems Technical Chief. I would have, you know what? I thought you were first on server 27. Actually, Shade beat you. Shade got you on server 18. What's up, buddy? Welcome, Ignacio. Server 27, Bombastic. European server 132. Hello, Emperor Sun on 141. Howdy, howdy. Welcome in. Truck and Chick on 26. Zakara on 136. McRock on 145. Mr. Big on APAC server 189, baby. That's right. Vax on 26. Hello, Angie, baby. Server 32, I Beglin also on 32. Hank on 15. What's up, buddy? Shogun on 8. Gallum on 21. Regnad on 28. Lord Commander, Server 20. Welcome into the show. Appreciate it. Lord Farquaad on European 147. How y'all doing? Hey, Trash Panda on 15. Admiral Sinclair on Server 29. Welcome into the show. How y'all doing? Lieutenant Razik on 15. Hello, Hudson, European 146. Appreciate you being here. Craig Hermes on Server 30. How you doing? Uh, Lord Neelix on Server 15. How you doing? Omicron. Hi. Burn like ice on 143. Chala on 15. Mistress of Mayhem on server 32. Server 17, rather. Sorry, Jayberg on 32. Getting ahead of myself. Hey, Bernard. What's up, buddy? Server 28. Admiral Dad on 15. Hello. Welcome in. Hero. Server 20. Captain Bull joining us on 15 or 51 for my dyslexic friends, he says. <laughs> Narvalin on 22. Wicked Witch, as always, is here. Hello, darling. Welcome into you on server 15. Andrew on 148. Hello, Cavacor. Server 29. What's up? Gia, yo-ho-ho ho, on server 15. Blokeman on European server 134. Shotgun Chick on 32. DJ Gurr, server 8. Chewy, welcome back, buddy. Haven't seen you in a little while. Server 19, hello, Herc, 25, and back with you. Holla, Patron St. Nick on server 18. How you doing? Lord Friendzone on server 16. Der Blitz on the Progenitor server. Star Fox is joining us today on European server 146. And the list goes on and on and on. Wardot says, raiding DJ's base on server 15. No, you are not. That is hashtag fake news, my friend. I am shielded. At least I'm like 99% sure I'm shielded. Let's just take a quick peek and we'll double check. Uh, yeah, yeah, I still got three hours and four minutes. So if you do find my base, all right, three hours and four minutes, there's, there's your timer. If you did want to throw a little poke. All right. Yeah. Hey, uh, what's going on? Ultimate Snee Jays with you. Not today. Not today. Let me tell you a funny story. Your mics are potted up, by the way. Welcome into the show. Uh, yeah, Wednesday was was rough. Wednesday was real tough, guys. You guys could hear it. Those of you listening in the podcast, you probably heard. That was that was a rough go. Yeah, it was. Um, however, I, I think I've told you guys at some point, my wife is an NP, so she concocted this amazing uh, cocktail for my allergies, and I have been a-okay. I even did yard work today. Listen to that. You hear that? That is me. Bre- Hold on. Left nostril, right nostril. You can't really hear that because my mic's on the left side of my mouth. But, but anyway, yeah. That's disgusting, DJ. <laughs> I'm leaving that in there. I'm leaving I'm leaving that in there. See, I, I mean, I can breathe. I can breathe. 
I'm clear. At least he's not snorting it. Uh, yeah, like, you know, I had to pause <laughs> last week to. I mean, you guys heard the breaks when you were when we were live. You heard the breaks. I cut most of them out. I think that if you guys listen to the podcast, I did pretty daggone good. Mistress says, "Lucky you, even with my allergy meds, I can't breathe." I tell you what, that's been the case for me. But my my wife was able to come up with something amazing, and I am rocking it. I am rocking it. You're right, JB. Cocaine is a hell of a drug. <laughs> I'm kidding. That's not my that's not my remedy. <laughs> but I am doing much much better today. Thank you. I actually believe it or not, got several messages throughout the week. You feeling better? How's that hay fever? Actually, I'm feeling great. So thank you very much for the messages that uh, came throughout the week. This only allows me. (laughs) Thank you, Burn Like Ice. That's a great clip. I love that scene. Uh, This only allows me to deliver your stupid news in uh, a much more uh, solid voice, okay, with less pain and misery. So let's get into it, ladies and gentlemen. Stupid. It is time for the stupid news. 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 Yes. It is time for the stupid news. Let's see what we can find. Pass on the cure, Lord Neelix says. Buddy, I don't know what it is. All right? I don't know what it is. It's a combination of some kind of steroid. It's a combination of... You know what? She's outside. She's outside. Let me see if I can get her. I'll bring her in. You want me to tell you? (laughs) You want me to bring her on? We'll We'll do our first segment today on allergy remedies. Yeah. We'll, we'll get her on. Hey, wife! Wifey! She's outside. She's playing with the kittens. Wifey! She might and come entertaining in. Yeah, and, and, and entertaining guests. You know what? Those guests don't matter. My guests do. She may come in here. Maybe not. Let's get into the stupid news. Uh, let's see. Hey! Oh, she's here. here. She's here. Hang on. Let's let's pause this for a second. You guys want to know? So they were talking about my hay fever on Wednesday because the show was miserable, right? And I said, my wonderful wife, who's a nurse practitioner, mixed a bunch of drugs together and gave me something amazing. And I sound great today. So then uh, they want to know what it is and whether or not cocaine was a part of it. Total placebo. It was water. <laughs> it was a placebo. It was not a placebo. Dude, I'm... Pre-sun. Listen... I'm doing good. That's my that's my open nasal passages right there. What's up, Gregor? Welcome into the show. Hey, are you going to tell him? You going to tell him what it was? I told him that there were some steroids in there. Yeah, there's, steroids. there's steroids in there. Hold on. Do I call her wifey? Yeah, I call her wifey. I'm not going to give you guys her real name. You guys are creepy. <laughs> it's just wifey. All right, here. You going to tell him? Here, she's got a great voice too. Here, hang on. Let me move my. Hold on. What do you mean you can't say that? Is it illegal? Did you give me something illegal? Here, hang on. Say hi. Hi. <laughs> There's the mic. All right, tell Hello. Everything, everything that you mix together for me. Well, everything legal that you mix together there. We a medicine, and we just call it Chlormess. But it's got a long name, so I'm not going to say it. it. I can't say this word. <laughs> Chlorpheniramine and methcopolamine. There's meth in it. Do you hear that? There's meth. There's meth in every medicine, but you didn't hear that from me. <laughs> All right, so... So that was what I got, and I also got a steroid shot in the ass. All right, I also got a steroid shot, and uh, and it helped. All right, yeah, we, we do love meth. If you take cold medicine, you got meth in it. That's that right. That not on meth. Uh, anyway, there you go. My wife sounds southern, they said. She is. She's a southern belle. My wife does sound southern. All right, let's, uh, let's get back into the stupid news. Let's see what we can find here. All right. She's <laughs> she is hot. My wife is hot. Yeah, oh my God, Snake Eyes, that's hilarious. All right, we probably should do this for those of you listening on podcast form. Note, 
This advice is opinion only, is not factual and not medical advice and should not be used in place of seeing a medical professional. Edit. <laughs> my wife is my medical professional. All right, whatever she did, I feel much, much better. Okay, let's get into the stupid news, right? There we go. Ask your doctors. It'll be like a TV commercial. Are you having trouble with hay fever? Ask your doctors about lethamethyl. Has this side reaction. Side effects include inability inability to sleep, inability to kill hostels, inability to mine green data, inability to be happy with anything the world of Scopely gives us, and inability to keep a full set of teeth. Okay. (laughs) Ask your doctor today. Other side effects in some, some patients include lactation, death, and hallucinations. Inability to start a podcast on time. You're with yeah, you're with me. We're good. All right. Stupid news. Let's see. Uh, here we go. A South Indian study found that frog snot. You know what? While we're talking about uh, medical remedies, here you go. Frog snot, ladies and gentlemen, is uh, apparently the most promising new quote unquote cure for coronavirus. Frog snot. That's right. Uh, it could be beer. Maybe that's why those frogs in the commercial would always say, Bud, wise, er. Yeah. At one point, there was even a study. Guys, there's been all kinds of stuff. There has been all kinds of stuff that could be a cure. There was uh, the study that said that fish could cure the virus. But we know the fish aren't immune because all their schools are closed. <laughs> yeah. Guys, this comes from my neck of the woods. Yes, I know. It's very lame. Here, this comes from my neck of the woods. I didn't even hear about this story in my local news, but here it is in the national news. A West Virginia woman who faked her own death to avoid going to prison was found hiding in her closet at home. Her husband is being charged for covering up the death. It was uh, an inside job, they say. Yeah, husband's being charged as well. Apparently, she spent the whole time eating hanger steak. All right, I'll stop the closet puns. Case clothed. (laughs) Get it? Clothed? It's good. Uh, Demi Lovato. (laughs) Thank you. Demi Lovato beat out Ronda Rousey in a screaming match on a new CBS show called Game On. Have you guys seen this? I, I don't like to watch a whole lot of television and these shows are just seemingly like they're running out of uh, a ton of ideas abc also has their own screaming match it's called the view but no seriously um D- uh, cbs has a game show on called game on where apparently they just shout at each other they're just yelling yeah shade that's why i don't have cable i'm with you uh fox news host sean hannity and his wife jill rhodes have divorced after 20 years of marriage. Nobody knows why they broke up. She says the couple grew apart over time. He says it's a deep state coup. Who knows what the actual story is. The settlement is expected, though, to be fair and balanced. A Massachusetts man was was busted for striking a highway worker with a giant pickle. (laughs) Come on, folks. You can't just go around hitting people with your pickle. I tell Snake Eyes that all the time. Don't do it. There's no footage of the uh, pickle video online. It was too jarring. (laughs) Bill Cosby spoke out from prison on the death of Mr. George Floyd, saying we need to end racial hatred. I agree. Absolutely. I wish wish there was a pill we could take to make this all go away, says Bill Cosby. Ah, that might have been a bad joke. Uh, let's see. Two fishermen. 
inappropriate. That the Cosby thing was the inappropriate thing. In all fairness, the the whole racial thing that we're not going to get into it. We talked about it on Wednesday. Love and peace in the world. Love and peace in the world. You guys hear me? Two fishermen in Sudbrook, Wales, discovered a giant 5,000-year-old horn that belonged to an extinct auric. I don't even think I'm probably going to say this right. No kidding. They found a 5,000-year-old horn. The auric was an ancestor of domestic cattle, and it roamed England in the Bronze Age. Guys, this is real news. You can Google it. In any event, the news was announced actually by an archaeologist because the fisherman didn't want to toot his own horn. (laughs) Finally. (laughs) Finally. According to federal prosecutors, a man has been charged with torching a police car while wearing a Joker mask during a protest in Chicago. 31-year-old Timothy O'Donnell was filmed looking exactly like Batman's anarchy-loving arch nemesis as he opened the squad car's gas tank and put a lit object in as the officers investigated unrest this past Saturday. The car burst into flames, and they even filmed it Uh, in a classic movie style as seen behind O'Donnell in a movie-like photo of him walking away from the car that was included in the complaint. Other images showed him sitting against the lamppost as the car started to burn. Despite wearing the mask identical to Joaquin Phoenix in The Joker, O'Donnell was identified thanks to a distinctive tattoo of the word pretty on his throat. Absolutely. He faces one count of arson with a maximum sentence of 20 years in prison. Uh, He, yeah, that's not the right one, Dirk, but pretty tattooed across his throat. That's how he was identified. Why would a 31-year-old man have the word pretty tattooed on his neck? It's not going to work out for well for him when he goes back to prison. Not back. You to should prison. see what's tattooed on his back. <laughs> there it is, ladies and gentlemen. That is your stupid news. Thank you for uh, bearing with all that. Thank you for bearing with all of it. Welcome in, <laughs> Wicked Witch says. Thank God that's over. Welcome in, everybody. Good afternoon. Happy Sunday. It was very stupid today. Thank you. Uh, I'd like to welcome in a couple of guests. Uh, of course, I heard him uh, inject uh, his wannabe comedy uh, into my stupid news. Good evening. Good afternoon. Actually, good morning. Almost to you gregor's leaky nacelle welcome in to the show how you doing today buddy i'm good brother how you doing good doing much better today got some lawn work done and feeling much better i i I feel very very good today despite having you know spent the first three hours of my day wandering through grass clipping so I, i feel pretty good uh, but I do, uh, I do want to welcome everybody in, and uh, what we're going to talk about today is a little less structured. We are going to talk about uh, some of the stuff that's happened in the last couple of days. And, and so let's, uh, yeah, the unofficial official co-host of the unofficial official podcast, that is Gregor. Uh, as a matter of fact... Um, some of you guys know, obviously, Gregor and I speak a lot off the air. We do show prep. We talk about ideas and things like that. And, and as a result, uh, as a result, a lot of times, Gregor might catch me at a time when I'm with the family or with the kids or whatnot. And so, uh, Gregor, true or not, you have actually spent several minutes uh, over the last several weeks having conversations over the phone with Oliver. All right? Like, he gets on the phone. He, he knows you by name. He comes up. He says, are you talking to Gregor? And so earlier today, uh, he asked me if I was going to be talking to Gregor this afternoon, and he wanted me to uh, he wanted me to record a message for you. Are you guys uh, okay to hear this right now, Gregor? Are you cool with this? 
course. Yeah, uh, he left a voicemail for you. Uh, here is uh, Oliver's voicemail. Let me see if I can find it here real quick. Here it is. Hi, everyone. This is Oliver. Welcome to Talking Track. Dolly Track, Free Command, Special Podcast. With me, Oliver DJ. Hey, Gregory. Find me Enterprise. Please, please. Hey, Gregor, buy me, an, <laughs> buy me an Enterprise, he says. Uh, <laughs> Teaching them well. Teaching them I know. Well. Hey, Gregor, buy me an Enterprise. So, yeah, I, he, uh, there's his, his voicemail for you. We'll just uh, shove that into your voicemail box a little bit later so you can listen to that anytime, anytime you like. Hey, buy me an Enterprise. Uh, welcome in. <laughs> he is pretty cute. He is, he's adorable. Uh, so, anyway, guys, listen, we got a lot of stuff to talk about, so let's back up. Wednesday, we were on the air. The event launched. The Outlaw Arc launched. We spent a great deal of our time talking about data mining. Now, I do want to say this, at least it feels this way, okay? It feels this way um, over the last couple days, and and you guys uh, tell me, okay, because I have been in game, I've been in Discord, but it feels to me like the outrage over data mining is subsiding. You guys, uh, give me some of some of your feedback here just for the next couple of minutes. Until the next event. Over the over the last three days, has this come across? Have you guys adjusted? Are you guys liking this a little bit more now? Because it's my opinion that we get the community on board with this. This is a mechanic I don't expect is going to go away. But, you know, we talked about this very briefly in Gold uh, Patron content last week, and I spent the last three days. I spent the last three days... Uh, what ifing the community? What ifing the official Discord? And I want to take this line right now because we haven't actually done it on the air. No content creator has. So I'm going to put a lump in Scopely's stomach here for just a second and start to build hope. <laughs> now let me let me say very quickly, all right, that this absolutely has no basis in reality, no basis in fact. Okay, but it was formulated by our gold patrons last week, all right, that there could be future ramifications for this mechanic. So let's look in the chat here, uh, chat room real quick. Um, a couple of players said that they're digging it. Dur Blitz says, I'm loving it. Uh, Shogun says, okay, just kind of a big shock. I get it. Shade85 says the event is good. Loving the rewards. Um, uh, Nick Burns says, because uh, we can mine enough data to last till the next event. Good. Um, <laughs> Dur says green data is fine, but red data can go straight to hell. Okay, I'm all right with that. Patron St. Nick says we lost eight long-term players. Now, I, I have to ask, Patron, if, if you're uh, able to come in voice, maybe I can chat to you for a second. I'm very curious about the rationale. I totally understand people not being satisfied with an event that comes out, but I don't necessarily feel, all right, just my opinion, I don't feel like this was... Uh, even if I'm looking at it from the opposite uh, viewpoint, if I'm looking at it from Durr's viewpoint originally, I don't see this as being something that's that that would be worth quitting over. Okay, uh, if if you're available, just speak up, pop in. I'll keep reading, but if if some people would like to to speak up, please do. Max says. It's very hands-on, unlike normal mining, but it's more manageable than it was before. Agreed. Uh, Max says 30 minutes of annoyance and you're done for a week. I don't even think it's that long, buddy. I mean, two, three minutes 
Um, I, I had a lot of people sending me some math, including Hugo, uh, German Gregor, who told me that he felt like it was taking closer to four or five minutes by the time you accounted for lag and resets and so forth. So I actually did it. This morning, I went and mined exactly 71,000 green data. That was 20 resets for me. Okay, 20 resets. I was done. I was done. Lag, resets, and all. I was done in about three minutes. I didn't time it to the second, but I was done in a little over three minutes. It was less than four minutes. Okay. So, um, Burn Like I says everything is great other than the eight-second refresh. Agreed. Lieutenant Razik would like to see 60 seconds on a node. Not the end of the world. Mistress says, especially during data events, we need to get that eight-second refresh up a little bit. I agree. I'm not going to disagree with you guys on that. The eight seconds makes it tougher, okay, but I love the mechanic as it sits. If that mechanic had launched, okay, and it took 15 or 20 seconds to drain the node, I, I still would have been as big a proponent as I am uh, as I am for it now. It's an overall time saving. It is an overall time saving. It, it, it does, and, and so this was Durr's opposition point, was that I can't multitask. I, I agree. I will concede that fact. You can no longer really multitask when data mining. But again, if it only takes a couple of minutes to get that daily, um, I, I guess I'm kind of okay with that. <clears throat> okay? But, and, and here's where, during our Gold Patrons content last week, we started theorizing. Okay? We started theorizing. So, uh, and by the way, DJ Gurr says, I'm going to say what I said before. I love all the changes except the node size is too small. Um... Durr says, yeah, if you guys hate the 3,700 yard of nodes, you'll be enraged at the max 500 size red data nodes. Same clicks for a seventh of the data. Durr, here is, and I'm sure you've already seen this, but here's why that's okay. You actually do need a seventh of the data, okay? I went up and mined um, one day's worth of red data, okay? I only need 9,000 red data, all right? Same thing, three minutes. Okay. By the way, I, I, the math was apparently decently thought out on this. Um, it takes me six seconds to drain a, a green data node in Yarda, which, by the way, is with 10 of 10 at Tier 2. And, of course, um, Wa, uh, Joaquin is maxed. So my Botany Bay is maxed. So I think that the absolute fast you're going to be able to get is about six seconds. Okay? Um, well, I'd say there's, there's also the other benefit of you don't need a chaser ship anymore. Right, don't need a chaser ship anymore. You can get, I mean, literally, if you go to a node across the system when you warp in, you could be done before that hostile ever catches up to you. But Dur, the reason that red is the same way is because you don't need as much red. You only need 9,000 of red in a single day. So again, the math actually checks out. It took me three minutes. Okay. Now you are mining a lot less, granted. Okay. You're mining less, but you also need less. All right. By the way, to mine the red data node, 500 in that new system, uh, not the new system, but the one that they converted from green to red, still six seconds. Still six seconds. Okay. So I'm actually really digging it. Uh, Boaz says, still feel cheated putting uh, past efforts into data mining research and upgrading the Botany Bay. Now, Boaz, you bring up a very valid point. This is one that Gregor and I discussed. We discussed with a lot of players, and I totally see your point. I absolutely 1,000% see your point. Okay, what's the difference between 7 seconds and 11 seconds? Nothing. Okay, well, 4 seconds. <laughs> okay, I get it. It doesn't feel like anything. However, you are still getting the cumulative effects of the research and the Botany Bay. Take a, by the way, take a Tier 1 Botany Bay into Yarda, because you can do it now, all right, and try to mine 71,000 green. See how long it's going to take you, 
All right. And by the way, that's just with a low botany bay. You still have your data mining research. So I'm here to tell you <clears throat> that it does feel like your data mining research and the resources you spend on the botany bay, it feels like those would be less important today. It's still not. Okay. You're still getting the cumulative benefit. You are hands on. You are active mining. Okay. You're active. You're, you're not able to set and forget anymore. But your research is still valid. You are still mining that much faster. And if you did want to mine 71,000 or if you were competing in an event, whatever the case may be, if you're mining longer than three minutes at a time, that research is going to make a huge, huge difference. Okay. Sinclair says, took me 45 minutes moving node to node and a full cargo at 390,000. Sinclair, let's do the math before. Uh, Sinclair, if you don't mind, do you have 10 of 10? No, I do not. So no. you were mining, if I'm going to guess, if your Botany Bay is maxed out, I'm going to guess that you were mining uh, at approximately 290000 per hour on the old method. Is that correct? About that, yes. Okay, about 290000 per hour, meaning, guys, just on rough math, it would have taken him 90 minutes, 90 minutes to fill a hold at 390000 Not to mention... During that 90 minutes, by the way, Sinclair, are you watching? If you've got 300,000 green data in your cargo hold, are you watching your ship? Uh, like a hawk. <laughs> like a hawk. Okay. Uh, and he was there in Yarda for 90 minutes doing that. Okay. Sinclair says, now it took me 45 minutes to fill it up at 390. And I would guess that you were still uh, struggling with a little bit of lag because let's do 390 divided by 3,700 is 106 clicks. 106 clicks times, let's give you nine seconds. How long does it take you to drain a node, Sinclair? Six, seven, eight? 15 seconds with my crew. 15 seconds? Yeah. I only have Joaquin and one of ten on there, along with I think I was. Oh wow! Okay, so let, let's do. We'll do it at fifteen seconds. Let's say twenty seconds. Well, you're definitely not going to prove my point, Sinclair. Twenty, <laughs> 20 seconds um, divided by sixty. So okay, well that's still not bad. What would have taken ninety minutes before should have taken 35 minutes and that's counting on 20 seconds per reset you say it took you 45 so you had 10 minutes worth of potential delays all right but guys that's three to four times as fast as it was before most people are experiencing data mining boost between four and five times so i i like Keep in it. mind not only the lag you had the nodes that went zero and you had to go get a new load you had yeah you had to get a new node um and there were a couple of people that had messaged me a couple of theories and methods about how to free up those nodes i myself did not employ those i went down uh i went down for <clears throat> Uh, with two botany bays, so I was able to, to actually do a little bit more. Uh, so again, and Blokeman says, in summary, just give us bigger nodes. Uh, bigger nodes, we'll all shut up. I, I agree. That has been the feedback from myself and Rev, okay, and no one, and Fortis, and Sync. We've all been saying the same thing. Hey, just just bump it up to nine, ten grand. Bump it up to nine, ten grand, and and we're going to be good. Bump it up to nine, ten grand, and I think everybody's happy. 
I think everybody's good. Now, I don't want to spend a whole episode talking about data mining. We did that for the most part last week. I kind of just wanted to see if the outrage was subsiding. It feels like the initial reaction is over, and we're all coming to a very logical conclusion. Hey, just give us a little bit more of a size. Give it just just a little bit more of a, of a spawn reset, and we're probably going to be good. I think that that's a great thing because I want to take a second and theorize with you guys. I don't remember who had this idea. I don't remember whose idea this was. But I will, uh, Durr says it was him. I, I'm, going to, um, I'm going to illustrate something. Let's go back in time. Let's go back maybe a year, year and a half. Let's go back to Fractured Empire, Act of War, a year and four months ago, okay, when we had to double-team bosses. We had to take three, four, five runs at a boss. We talked about this, right? Um, and I, made the, I drew the illustration here a couple of weeks ago that it was, quote-unquote, the earliest iteration, the earliest iteration of an armada. You guys remember me saying that? Like having to take multiple runs at a target before you could finally kill it. That was the earliest iteration of an armada, technically speaking. Okay? Then we got armadas. Okay? By the way, armadas launched and, yeah, okay. They have gotten a little bit better as time goes on just because there's more resources in the economy now uh, as far as uh, directives. Then we got Borgmadas, which in theory made some good changes okay mechanically made some good changes not prizes i'm not talking about the prizes Uh, i'm not talking about the payouts those were miserable but five minute timers that was cool okay uh five minute timers were very cool the fact that the uh borgmatas immediately respawned very cool okay so there were a couple of good things that they built in to borgmatas that was a later iteration a revisit a revamp okay so we have talked in this game about the scale of the economy, how nobody is able to mine enough resources. Heck, even whales, Gregor, you say you can't raid enough to be able to upgrade your next building. All right. Especially right now. Yeah. Especially right now because we've got a critical hit bug that we're still working on. Okay. So it was, uh, Durr says it was him, burst mining. Okay. And I'm, I'm going to hesitate on what resource. Uh, he said, what about burst mining of three star? I even said during the show, if somebody tells me I can mine my daily in three minutes of three star material, sign me up. Right. You guys remember me saying that. I said, if somebody could make it so that I can burst mine my G3 material and have my faction daily done in three, four minutes, sign me up. Well, that started. Now, Mistress says no. Mistress, I absolutely need to know why you don't like that. Why you don't like that. Because to me, here's what's going to happen. You're going to see a bunch of nodes free up. Okay, You're going to have less battles. Admirals and Commodores are going to have less uh, fighting and whining over nodes. Okay, um, You might actually, dare I say knock on wood you might actually see a better refinery payout because if you can mine that much then now you can afford triple batches okay now blokeman i'm i'm not saying well you say it'll be an hour of constant clicking again i go back to my statement blokeman if i can do my daily in three minutes that's what i'm saying okay just like data okay i'm not saying you know do burst mining for an hour that's not at all what i'm advocating for okay I'm saying if you can do your daily for one faction, if you can mine 25,000 ore in three to four minutes, sign me up. For me, that's 10 to 12 minutes for all three factions. Now, would I constantly click for 10 minutes to be done with my dailies? You betcha. You Wouldn't betcha. it be interesting if they, if they actually had different node types, like rapid mining nodes, 
it had small amounts of output or depth and then long long deep mining nodes that were slower to output but had more depth to them now they could they maybe, do it that's something like that that mechanic yeah. exists it's called latinum Okay, that mechanic exists right now. It's called latinum. And and guys, think about this. Some people say, well, people would just hog the nodes. I don't think so. First of all, you, you're going to have to be actively mining it. Okay, but you could also mine so much of it if you did decide to sit around for 30, 40 minutes. Okay, you could mine so much of it that now you could do a triple refine and it not be so daggone expensive. Right. You could do a triple refine and it wouldn't be the end of the world. You know, it wouldn't be such a terrible loss of resources. Okay, so if you start doing triples, you see better payout from the refinery. Okay, what's this? What's this bonus refinery you're talking about, Snake Eyes? <laughs> I haven't seen it no. forever. It's been like <laughs> seventy days since we had one. Dur says no more overnight mining. I I agree with that. And and but but again, this is just an idea. This is just a thought, Dur. I and I want to be very super duper careful. Okay. This is not coming from Scopely. This is a theory that we started developing on the last show. And I want to I ask you guys how you'd feel about it. So G3 mining, burst mining, okay? Uh, what, about, what about basic resources, okay? Think about this for a second. When was the last time any of you guys went out to mine enough steel to upgrade your academy building? <laughs> Anybody? Anybody? No. <laughs> All right. No, you can't do it. You can't do it. The mining rate is terrible. Uh, my mining rate in my amazingly wonderful, awesome Antares is like 150000 an hour, I think. I haven't mined steel in forever. Uh, Gregor, does that sound about right? Yeah, like yeah. level 22. I don't know. Yeah. The last time that I mined steel was for a 5 million mission. and that was Yeah, there you go. Yeah. yeah, it was the mission. That was the mission. Was a while ago, but I bet you I haven't mined resources to build or research uh, research anything since I was ops eighteen, maybe twenty. Anybody? DJ Gur says not if I wanted to complete it this century. <laughs> Dur says with ten miners you could do a million in ten hours, right? JB says no. What's the point? You guys are are you guys are with me here? Okay. Now close your eyes and imagine. Let's imagine for just a moment that Scopely was sitting in a boardroom, okay, and they were meeting with some of the head engineers and designers, game designers and product planners, and they said, hey, listen, we know, we know that one of the biggest cries from the community has been economy. We know that a balance of the economy is what's needed. We know that we need more basic resources in the game, but how do we do it without devaluing the purchase of VIPs? How do we do it so that the VIPs don't get mad that I'm now going to suddenly give half a billion steel as an event reward to an ops level 32? So what does Scopely do to balance the economy yet preserve the purchase of the VIPs? Okay, and this is where Durr came into and had an idea. Durr said, "Hey, listen, we can talk about burst mining our three star." Okay, let's take it one step further, or perhaps even let's push three and four star out. Maybe let's even leave those alone. Okay, and let's talk about burst mining of basic resource. Now, Gregor, you had done some math with me here a few days ago, and you had said, "Listen, if they made it so that we could mine, let's say a hundred million." in an hour okay now obviously 
you're going to need larger node sizes. Okay, but we've talked about this in the past, and maybe not 100 million, maybe not 100 million, maybe let's say, let's say you could mine, let's do active mining here, and let's say that you could mine a million per minute, a million so, per minute. A lot of the mining ships, okay, like my Antares can hold two and a half million, so I'm going to go two, three minutes and unload, okay? Again, bringing an active mining element. I don't know, Gregor, do you feel that uh, the VIP community would active mine for these resources if it was the only alternative to simply buying the resource? Oh, for sure. For sure. I mean, I would say most of the VIP community is actually super active in the game, right? Most of these people are not like, uh, they just log in for five minutes, purchase packs and log out, right? I mean, they, they are rep grinding. They're doing all the things. They're super active members. At least the ones I know are really active. So... Um, they're gonna they're gonna mine. I mean, look at how they tackle events, right? Most of the VIPs go after the events. They kill a million hostels if they have to kill a million hostels to win it, right? So I don't think that's an issue. Battle Droid, that's that's not the issue. He says when they can crack a base for more. Why? Well, because you want more than one option in the store. Okay, you want to go in and you want to have you know uh, Hellman's and you want to have a uh, great value brand. Okay, you want two different options. Okay, you you want I think, uh, <laughs> I think Heinz and I Hellman's. Think you could. I think you could address that partly too by making the nodes change output as you go into higher speed. So, so you can say like take that from a base, right? But if uh, maybe it, maybe in the level thirty space or in the three star space, the output is more relative to that level, right? But then as you get into deeper dark space, it the output goes up from the parcel nodes, the rate, right? So where maybe in Nicosa you can mine. Um, a million every 10 minutes but in uh way up in a 46 system of dark space you could mine uh 10 times that speed you know what i'm saying no way shade shade says a level 30 plus show not at all what if you shade what's your ops level what's your ops level right now okay and and the, your ops 29 well golly you're almost 30 plus all right but but let's let's say for example at ops 29 Okay, uh, let's say it's uh, later in the evening time, all right? Maybe not a whole lot of your teammates are on and you find a whale. You can't crack it on your own, right? I mean, you can try, but you're going to spend $5 million trite just trying to get in, all right? If you don't have the support of your team around, maybe you decide to go mine some of that trite that you need or some of that steel, okay? Bottom line is, will Scopely give up income from packs to let us mine resources faster? Here's, here's why I think that that could potentially be a part. First of all, you're never going to replace packs, okay? Some of the whales will fast track. Some of the whales will take the shortcut, okay? But a lot of our whales, a lot of our VIPs, they do grind. I know I hear this comment a lot. Well, they don't grind. They just pay to fast track. Guys, Gregor has a jelly, okay? That, uh, that well, I guess he technically won that. What about the Kelvin? Sorry, bad example. Kelvin, he ground that out. He didn't pay for the Kelvin, not directly, he paid in resources and speed-ups and latinums. Okay? He ground those out. Reputation. A lot of the... You can't buy reputation. You cannot buy reputation. So how does Ska... All right? Hey, let's look on server 15. How is Sylvan a level 50? He didn't buy level 50. He ground it out. All right? So, I mean, well, he ground some of it. He had to buy some for the buildings and stuff. Okay? But that Tribune, that Tribune takes reputation. Let's see. 
for as far as the uncommon goes i've always been a proponent of why when you're mining those nodes why don't they drop uncommon rare and epic well epic for g4 but why don't they have a randomized drop rate as opposed to refinery at all if you want to actually reward miners make the make the nodes themselves have a percentage rate of dropping uncommon that'd be great that'd be awesome guys and and listen for as many people in here who are non-pvpers okay for as many people in here who love the pve aspect and the mining aspect uh and the and the you know player versus computer aspect i would expect you guys to be on board with something like this okay think about it uh you know higher level reds would give us resources i don't don't know i mean with a warship you're not gonna be able to carry a whole lot whiskey lullaby but i think the point is the uh, the obtain uh, the ability to obtain basic rss easier at the higher levels and it, it would trickle down it would absolutely trickle down, Shade. You would be able to, uh, and yeah, big. I got your, you got your point. He says, DJ, you can buy level. You just can't buy, you know, uh, reputation in the ships and things. And you're right. You're right. You can buy. Hey, that's probably how he had to have done it because there's no resources in the game for him to be able to do that. Okay. But back to my other point, it, it, it's a, it's a good thing for everybody if you can obtain basic RSS easier and uh and faster okay uh now i'm not saying fast track it so you you <laughs> shorten the life of the game you know rev did a video this past week about whether or not the game's going to be here in a year two or five okay i'm here to tell you i expect this game to have a relatively long life i have told you guys in the past i'm not a huge gamer okay so i don't know life cycles of games okay but i know that this game has kept my attention for 19 months and no game ever in the history of me playing any game at all has kept my attention for 19 months, except for maybe Halo. And that was a long time ago. <laughs> okay? Like, that was literally the last time. And I was in my 20s. That was the last time that a game kept my attention like this. I have a feeling a lot of us are going to be around for a long time. Okay? And so I think that Scopely would be wise to have a meeting about the economy. We've been screaming about it for months, and it has gotten better. There's no doubt it's gotten better. Independent credits are getting better. Uh, G3 nodes have been increased. Deal flippers have been eliminated. They're doing things. Okay? Maybe they're not moving as fast as we would like, but they are doing things that we have asked for that have helped our grind in this game. Okay, independent credits have now for literally almost everybody been doubled on a daily basis. Plus, now you can buy them. (laughs) Most of you. Some people said they didn't have that independent recruit pack, Gregor. I'm curious what the I would imagine that augment reputation is going to play into that a little bit. A lot of people told me that they did not have the independent recruit pack. Okay, I can only assume if you don't have that pack, you need to take a look at your augment store. It could be ops related. It could be faction uh, or um, um, uh, reputation related. I mean, it could be a combination of both. Okay, so just look at those items. Okay, look at those items. Durr says, shout out to teammates Red 2 and Bull for helping clear the Dilithium flippers. I noticed that. I didn't know that they were doing it, but I noticed that our Dill flippers were eliminated very quickly. Okay, so uh, guys, here's here's what I'm here to say, and and we can wrap up and move on because I've got some other stuff to talk about. I'm just saying, what if? Let's pretend. Let's fast forward six months. What if what happened to data mining was a mechanic that they wanted to test? 
What if they wanted to gauge the community's response and see who could get on board with it before they potentially release it in other areas of this game? Okay. Now, I don't know that G3 and G4 is the right answer. I don't know that I would be an opponent of that, but I love it for resources. I, I think love it'd be it. interesting. I think it'd be interesting if they mix the nodes, like old style nodes, new style nodes, something like that, right? Where you could literally choose your path if you want to do the active mining for a shorter time, longer AFK mining. You kind of got your choice. Yeah, I mean, and they do something. I mean, would, would anybody? I, I don't hear very many people complaining about how slow it is to flip a deal or a latinum node. What if they took all the G3s and made them that size or bigger, you know, and then made super nodes, all right, just like Latinum, made some that are normal speed and some that are twice as many, all right? Maybe on the twice as many, maybe they make it 10 times as many, but the capacity is only 20,000, okay? And again, Snake Eyes, you're absolutely right. This is just conjecture. This is not official. This is not, uh, this is scopely what has going on. This is, this is an idea that we had on this show that guess what i'm gonna pitch it all right i'm gonna get behind this idea and say my gosh i hope that this was the plan but just in case it wasn't wow did you stumble onto something good scopely you stumbled onto a great idea let's expand this idea all right now fyi scopely will never tell me whether or not this was their plan or not (laughs) they're just going to come out with it and they'll take all the credit and that's fine that's fine. If they do it, don't we all win? Don't we all win? And yes, Durr, I agree with you. Keep protected cargo limits the same? Absolutely. Why would they change them? They're encouraging active mining. Protect your ship. Protect your ship. Gregor, you flew around data space the other day. Did you actually get very many hits or were most people avoiding you like the plague? Oh, they were definitely jumping around. They yeah. were jumping around. But I still collected probably 150 KOPC. I mean, there was still a lot of people that kind of forgot what they were doing and went off to do something else. And Sure, make it happen. Yeah. Get a phone call. <laughs> that happened to me. Someone actually did get me the other day in data space. They didn't get much. I think they got twenty or 30,000. I wasn't crying about it. Guess what? It took, me, it took me literally 30 seconds to get it back. Okay? I got a phone call. I, so... I, I have to say, though, man, I really wish Scopely would move away from the refinery for these materials and move towards uh, uncommon, rare, and epic drops while you're mining, right? Because, A, that that actually rewards the miner, right? And, B, think about the PvP aspect, right? Like, you could go OPC with uncommons, rares, or epics in your in your miner, and people could hit you for those, right? I don't know. Sounds sounds interesting. There's a lot of potential. Much better system. Yeah, there's a lot of potential. There's a lot of potential, and this is not uh, just something, Dur, for the higher level players. This can trickle down. Let's talk about burst mining and resource, and just just for sixty seconds, what would it do for you guys? Okay, everybody, what would it do for you guys if all of a sudden you could burst mine raw resources, not tokens, by the way? but raw resources and all of a sudden you look around the galaxy and all of a sudden people's bases were full again literally everybody yes everybody i mean think about it think about that if you could go out and mine if you could mine one million tritanium in 10 minutes 
<laughs> How much are you going to carry? How many hundreds of millions of titanium does it take to do that next ship upgrade, guys? 150 million, 200 million, 300 million? All right. What if you could spend three solid hours, three solid hours clicking to get 300 million titanium and get your next ship part? All right. But what happens if you forgot to shield? What happens if you sign offline? Two things happen. One, you feed the economy. People who are mining are going to be feeding the economy. Everybody's bases are going to be full again. But second, if you did lose 300 million titanium, is it worth quitting over or do you go out and get it back in a couple of hours? Okay. And I'm not suggesting, please, I'm not suggesting that this is participation trophy and there should be no penalties for losing and, and you know, the resources should be too easy to get back. All right. That's why I kind of think that the active mining aspect brings a certain degree of responsibility. Okay. If you get raided and you lose it all, the penalty is active mining. <laughs> and I don't mean to make it sound like a penalty, but that's, that's the penalty. You, you can't set and forget anymore. You must click it out. You must grind it out. If you lose $300 million in titanium, no, it's not going to set you behind a month. You can get it back in one day. Oh, but God, it's going to suck, right? And shouldn't that be the mentality? I mean, could that not be an acceptable mentality in this game? Could it DJs. be? Yes, Vita, what do you got? I agree. It's a nice mechanic, but as everyone stated, in the streams, online, almost everywhere they could, uh, the low amount uh, of seconds and the intensive amount of clicks simply is too much. They need Fine. to up it at least a little bit to give us a chance while manning to do at least, for example, click on claim uh, in order to get a reward or click on help request in order to help your alliance. Again, you can't do that. Again, Again. I never, I never suggested that we that we keep it at six seconds. Somebody uh, make sure. I mean, they should be on push to talk. I never suggested that we keep it at six seconds. I'm good with 20, 30, 40, 45 seconds, okay? But the idea is active mining. The idea is you have to grind it out. The idea is protect yourself or lose your resources, but it's not worth quitting over, okay? It's not worth quitting over. It's not a month's worth of lost progress. It's not hundreds of real dollars lost. You got it, Whiskey Lullaby. Player engagement. Okay? Max says, I don't think that could work at higher levels. Level 40 plus already have to spend a chunk of time each day farming ship parts. Uh, you, Mac, fine. Okay? I understand that. But would it not behoove you to have an option to obtain resources in a different manner than only buying a pack? Right now, that would be awesome. right now, level 40 plus. See, Hero says, I would just fear that upgrade costs would jump accordingly. They can't. Hero, that's the key. The, the upgrade costs were already made gargantuan on purpose. They did it to slow down progress in the game, and I understand that. I, I do. Okay, but you can't grind. You can't slow it down to a grinding halt. 
they they overcompensated. Gregor, when they were building level 50, nobody was a level 39. You you recall? I mean, everybody was 39. Nobody nobody was up there, okay? I think and Gala has said this before. I think Scopely vastly underestimated what people were willing to spend money on. Yeah, I think they hoped, but but honestly didn't expect it. Didn't expect it. Okay, so now what has happened is we've got people spending money. And, and listen, Scopely's not going to be dumb about this. They're not going to do it in such a way that you can replace a $100 pack in 10 minutes. Okay, Gregor, if I'm going to suppose, what do you, when, you, when you buy a, a pack for steel at your level, what are you getting? Five, six billion now? Oh, closer to 20. 20 billion steel. That's what he gets. Now, let me ask you this, Gregor. Do you think that $100 million an hour is a fair rate when you could still click a button, drop 100 bucks, and get $20 billion. Well, yeah, because I'm still, you know, looking at 50 hours of mining to upgrade a building. There you right? go. So. You don't make it so easy, guys, that you can skip the payroll, okay? You, you still incentivize the pay-to-play. You can still skip the grind by buying a pack, but at least it's grindable. He just said it. 50 hours is what it would take to upgrade one building. Are you willing to do it? Or are you not? Hmm. Not active mining. That's too much. (laughs) Well, how long, bud, how long did it take you to grind out your Kelvin? 50 hours? It was probably 50 hours, Gregor. Yeah, Yeah, and and that's, I'm being actually probably under because some of these buildings are like, in fact, most of my buildings are closer to an average of 10 billion parts still to upgrade. So I don't, that would just be too much time. Maybe. I mean, for me, but maybe. But what about car- cargo holds would have to be substantially increased from where they are right now to accommodate even that system. Snake Eyes has a point. He says they never really expected anyone to get as far as they have. They need time to get the next phase set up. I don't disagree. Okay, but this could be, could be. Gosh, if it was a mistake, what a wonderful mistake! What a happy mistake! What a happy mistake this would be to make this an accidental side effect of what you could do to balance the economy. Make raiding great again. Make mining dilithium a thing again. It could happen. Guys, as you are feeding back, as you're discussing on the official Discord, I encourage you to ask this question. Hey, data mining, not so terrible. We still have a couple of tweaks that we need to make. Yes. But would it not be a cool idea to expand this in other areas of the game? Wow. So I would say, I would say, like right now, you have base rating, which is an offset to mining, right? For the basic RSS, for par steel, trit, and dilithium. You have base rating. You can argue about how active your server is and how many bases you can find over and all that stuff, right? But that's actually a counterpoint to the basic RSS mining. I go back to the uncommon rare and G3 minerals is there is no counterpoint in the game right now. There None. Is, it is purchase only. Right? It is or purchase only. stupid refinery, which is why I say make mining make mining nodes drop uncommon rare and epic and reward the people that just mine all day because they're going to have tons of it, right? And, and, and encourage PvP to hit those OPC miners and collect some and mine yourself some and all that, right? 
There is. Yeah, somebody says, what uh, what an interesting song title this could be. If Rev were here right now, he would comment that it sounds like a country song. What a wonderful mistake this could be. What a wonderful mistake this could be. And, and I, I take mistake lightly. It, this was not a mistake to Scopely. This was intentional. This was 100% intentional, which is why this half glass full kind of guy this half glass full kind of guy is choosing to believe that this is step one i choose to believe that this could be on the horizon they have obviously given no indication guys this is purely ultimate dj's is wishful thinking but oh my gosh how cool could it be I don't know, man. I think at, I think at best we'll see like the highlight notes if they ever do something like that. I think that's the best we'll see. And then I guess you'll have some alliance participation of trying to find the high output par still notes or high output trit notes, something like that. Guys, it doesn't need to be a month from now. It literally could be six months. It could be ten months. It could be one year away. I don't care if I feel like it's coming. If they said, hey, guys. This was not a piece of the conversation that we expected that there to be. We did not expect you guys to not only appreciate this mechanic, tweaks aside, but want to see it in other areas of the game. Hey, we'll work on it, but gosh, it, this is probably a January 21 thing. Is anybody going to say, ah, scrap it? <laughs> anybody? Is anybody going to say, nah, nah, forget about it. If I can't have it today, I don't want it. No. Buddy, they told us at the beginning of this year that economy changes were coming in 2020. They told us economy changes were on the way. They have done some of that. In my opinion, not to a severe enough degree, okay, but they have done some. What a great, great final. What a great Christmas present this could be. What a great Christmas present if all of a sudden Scopely comes out and says, hey, guys, even if it's a research, even if it's a research, hey, here's a research that will take your steel mining up 100 times. Oh, I could use it. I could use it. Okay. I'm with crazy says they also said armadas were coming soon, and that was a year. I agree. That's why I'm saying this is not a tomorrow thing. I part of me believes that that this was on Scopely's roadmap. Part of me acknowledges the fact that they haven't even had this thought. <laughs> okay? But what a cool thing. And that's what I wanted to bring. I, we've gone almost an hour on it, but Dirt brought up a great point in the last show in the after party and that's why I wanted to bring it and make it a part of the discussion for you guys here today. I would love for you guys to get on board I would love for you guys to think that this is a good idea, and I'd love for you to start to respectfully push for it. Suggest it. Ideas and suggestions on the official Discord. Guys, they, they do things that we ask for. They do. Not always exactly the way we ask for it, but they do. Okay? And don't ever expect them to remove the pay model. That will never happen, and I'm okay with it never happening. But man... If you if you offered a, a fifty hour grind to replace a hundred dollar pack, most people who can do that will probably still buy the hundred dollar pack, 
But oh, for sure. But for sure. at least there's a grindable option. At least there's a grindable option. And that's what we've been asking for as free-to-plays. Grindable everything. Have we not? Okay. Across the board, the economy will be better without everybody paying for it. It's going to increase what people spend, both at the low levels and the high levels, but it's going to increase the ability for you to do stuff inside the game. Hero says, yes, let me grind and I will do it. I know. Do I have a mouse in my pocket? No, my chair is creaky. Everything in my studio is old. My computers, my chair, my table, everything except for the actual equipment. (laughs) The equipment is new, not the computers, like the music, sound equipment. The broadcaster is also old. Yes, you're right. <laughs> That's my knee popping. All right, guys, let's do this. Let's take a very quick break. When we return, uh, I will get you caught up on Battleship. We did find our fourth ship in the off-air guesses. You guys get your game cards and get them ready. We are going to reveal to you the location of ship number four coming up right after the break. My name is Ultimate DJs. This is Talking Trek Live, Star Trek Fleet Command's official podcast. Don't go anywhere. This program is made possible in part by a grant from Hanukkah Cameras. Now introducing new Hanukkah Cameras for great pictures during Jewish Holy Days. Okay, as you know, we're here to come up with a campaign slogan for Joe Biden. I thought he had one already. Nah, Joe's still feeling things out. Oh, you like that? (laughs) It's funny, isn't it? The campaign wants something unforgettable. Good luck with that. Joe forgets everything. (laughs) Touche. Well, they want us to focus on what he's known for. Uh, Groping women and sniffing hair. I smell a lawsuit. In my defense, he's favored to win by a nose. (laughs) Very funny. Come on. What do Democrats like about him the most? That he's not Trump? That's not a slogan. Sure it is. Biden 2020. I'm not Trump. Give me the phone. What are you doing? Calling Joe. He doesn't have call waiting. No, he's old school. Let me try his beeper. Oh yeah, I did that. <laughs> so Oliver was sitting with me today. So Oliver's sitting with me today while I'm show prepping, guys, okay? I'm getting the news ready. I'm getting music ready. And Oliver says, Daddy, can I pick the songs today? Now, he looks at me with that cute little five-year-old face and says, Daddy, can I pick the music today? And what am I going to say? Am I going to tell that little boy no? Absolutely not. No, I am not. So he picked the Thomas and Friends theme song. Yep. So for, for those of you, yeah, he, he picked today. Oh, you guys are going to love his next one. Yeah. So any of you guys who have youngins who watch Thomas and Friends, this is their new theme song. So it has changed a lot, Wag. You're absolutely right. This is the new theme song. Uh, it's called Big World, Big Adventures. And uh, this is Thomas and Friends. The whole thing has changed. The whole thing has changed. No, it's not the shark song. Do you guys, would you want me to go ahead and play it? I don't mind to play. And we'll play a real song. No, you know what? I'm going to leave it in place. Let's go, go, go. 
I'm going to leave it in place because uh, Oliver was very adamant that he picked the music today, so I told him he could. There you go. There's Thomas and Friends, uh, and that is Oliver's song request. It won't be Barney, and it's not the shark song. As a matter of fact, you guys are going to die. I really want to play it right now. I super duper do. And maybe I could play a different song. Maybe I could play a different song of your request. I super want to play it right now. Should I play it right now? Play it. All right. I'm going to play it right now. This this was his second request. I kid you not, this is my five-year-old son. This is it right here. Everybody's got butt cheeks. Yeah. This is it. Everybody's got big old butt cheeks. (laughs) Every time you sit down, you're sitting on your butt cheeks. Yeah, this, this is it. When you spread your butt cheeks apart, you have room for your poop to come out <laughs> of your butt. Yes, you do. Ah, uh, yeah. <laughs> Those good old butt cheeks. They're so nice, yes, they are. Yeah. <laughs> Vita. You gotta wipe your butt cheeks after you poop. <laughs> Like no, I'm not too. shutting it off. Oliver wins today. Oliver wins the day. Why does a five-year-old listen to this? I don't know. Ask his 12 and 13-year-old brothers. Because they didn't want to teach him how to wipe his own butt. I don't know. You got cheeks on your face. You also got cheeks on your butt. Oh, my God. I don't, I don't know how he found it. I don't know how he found it, but he loves it. This He listens to it literally every day. You guys have like the hot dog song from Mickey Mouse, okay? I got the butt cheek song. I got three boys. I got three boys in my house, okay? This is this is what I'm dealing with. <laughs> butt cheeks. There it is. Three boys in my house, and, and I'm sure that that uh, Landon and Noah <laughs> had something to do with this. Butt <laughs> All right, let me see if I can find it for you real quick. Yeah, 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 butt cheeks. Yeah, if you guys are interested, uh, the group, by the way, has a lot of stuff. Okay, they have a lot of stuff like this. Uh, the group is called the Toilet Bowl Cleaners. Okay, um, I mean, there's they've got a lot of stuff, and it's and it's all this bad. Okay, like it's it's all this bad. So there you go. You can check them out. The toilet bowl cleaners, uh, and uh, that's that's it. So now I got to come up with a different song for you guys. Uh, for maybe maybe I'll come up with another. Uh, maybe I'll have Oliver come out and pick another song. For the uh, for the third uh, or the second commercial break. Anyway, uh, guys, let's do this very quickly. I don't want to get uh, into too much distraction. Uh, I want to play Battleship, and I've got a couple of other things that I want to talk about today before we wrap up. Okay, so let's do Battleship now. I'm not that distracted. I just really wanted to play the song. I didn't want to make it wait. Although I destroyed the integrity of it by not letting him pick the commercial returns. He would have been much happier if he got to hear the commercial return. That's what he wanted. <laughs> All right, Battleship is underway. Get out your game cards, everybody. Yes, offline picks are coming. As a matter of fact, this was crazy coincidental. All right, I've always told you that if an off-air player chose a coordinate and then the second off-air player chose the exact same coordinate... 
that I was not going to penalize them. I was going to let them know that that same coordinate was guessed and what it was, a hit or a miss. Well, that happened. I never dreamed it would. There was a 1% chance for it to have actually happened, and it happened. 1% chance, and of course, on this show, 1% means everything. 1% means a lot in the game, right? Research and so forth. 1% chance, and it happened. So our first player... Our first player was from Server 15, in fact. Wambulance. Server 15's Wambulance guessed I-4. India 4. India 4. India 4 was a hit. India 4 was a hit, guys. All right. So make sure you update your card. Well, then, the USS Contradiction. The USS Contradiction came in. And guessed I-4. What are the odds? He guessed I-4. No, Omar, you don't need to register again. Once you're registered the once, then you're good. I didn't want to make it too grindy, ironically. So USS Contradiction came in and chose I-4. I-4 then, of course, was already guessed, and it was a hit during the same off-air segment. So I told him, I said, hey, buddy, I-4 was a hit. And I'm going to go ahead and tell you that, uh, you know, that that happened. So I let him choose a second coordinate. And he knew that I-4 was a hit. So then he comes back and says, okay, well, we can go in any one of four different directions here. We still have the Ferengi DeVore and the USS Intrepid on the board. He says, I'm going to go with H-4, Hotel 4. Hotel 4 was also a hit. Hotel 4 was also a hit. Two hits with two off-air players. I-4 and H-4. So, somebody right here, right now, has a decent chance to win a prize. They have a decent chance to sink a ship. Let's see who it's going to be. Vita's bot has never had so much pressure on him as it has right now. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the show. Silent Shock. Silent Shock, you are our player. Silent Shock, I would like to invite you in to the Talking Trek Battleship War Room. In here, Silent Shock, you are going to choose a coordinate. Hopefully, you have been a listener of this show. Hopefully, you have been listening right now. No, it's not. That's not him, is it? No, it's not. It's not Karkin. <laughs> Silent. No, it's not. <laughs> it's not Karkin. Silent Shock, where are you, buddy? Silent I knew Shock. That changing my name wouldn't get me any good. No. You guys could still track me down. Yeah, we could track you down. Silent Shock is being silent. We're going to give him just a couple of moments. I'll give you 10, 15 more seconds, Silent Shock. We're going to have to play, find a new uh, new player. Silent Shock, if you are here, and you, I mean, you should be, or at least were in the last few minutes, because you're in the voice room. Silent Shock, you got an opportunity to play. 10 seconds. i got to count it off. He's in shock. <laughs> Maybe. I'm going to run out of time in the Battleship War Room. Five seconds. Snake Eyes is going slower than me. 
leg. Yeah, that may be it, guys. Daggone, I hate that. He had a really good chance of winning something. Okay, here we go. New player. New player. Vita's bot. Who do we got? Did I type that right? There we go. Doom. Doom. Congratulations to you, Doom. Is Doom in the room? I don't I don't think Doom has played for a while either. I think he's good. I'm looking at the battleship prize list and he looks clear. Doom, where are you at, buddy? Man, this does not bode well. For Hello, good evening. Hey, there's Doom. Welcome in to the show. Doom, you, uh, I hope, have been listening. You've been keeping up, and now you have an opportunity to guess a coordinate. Let's hop in our battleship war room, shall we? Welcome in. Doom, you've got an opportunity. I'm sorry. Go ahead. He's ready to, he's ready to play. What's your coordinate? I'm listening every, every time, but I don't have uh, the last information. Okay, well, I'll so go ahead. I don't, I don't mind to tell you because I just said it, so I don't mind to tell you. H4 and I4 were off-air hits. Those were hits. Okay, H4 and I4 were hits of a ship. So you got a decent shot here. Choose a coordinate. Oh my. <laughs> He's thinking. He's thinking, Regis. Look at the chat room, Doom. 8-4. Uh, you said 8-4? H4 and I4 were both hits. I don't know if that's cool either, Dirt, to be honest with you. <laughs> Probably shouldn't have done that. 8-F. Eight, 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 uh, what, what are you saying? 8-F. Eight, uh, F8? Is that what you're saying? Yes. F8, he says. Foxtrot 8. Okay. Let's let's punch it in. Are you sure? That's your final answer. Foxtrot 8. Yes. Okay. Foxtrot 8's final answer. Here we go. Foxtrot 8. Target acquired. Okay. Foxtrot 8 is a miss, Doom. Thank you so much for playing. Appreciate you being here. Thank you for playing in voice. Foxtrot 8. Ladies and gentlemen, you guys mark it down. Foxtrot 8 is a miss. <laughs> Doom, thanks for playing, buddy. You know, you guys are fans. You guys have been keeping up with the card. Not everybody has a chance to keep up with everything all the time. Doom, thank you for being here. Thank you for being a listener of Talking Trek, and thank you for playing on Talking Trek's Battleship. We will play again one uh, one more time at the end of today's show. We'll play one more time. Guys, let's get into uh, the second piece of uh, what I wanted to discuss today. We are a little bit uh, over an hour in, and so I wanted to discuss a couple of things. So I, I do want to get into the shame on Scopely part of my show today. <laughs> Gala, I saw Gala sneak in here. I don't know if she's actually actively in voice right now. Gala, I, I need to do just a minute of shame on Scopely today. Is that okay? I, I got to... No. no, she says no, but I ha I have to do... Just a couple of minutes on shame on Scopely. Hey, you know, while I got you here, and, and if you can answer, that's great. If not, that's okay, too. I have not seen anything on the official Discord. As a matter of fact, I know that the moderators have been continually uh, reaching out to Live Ops and working with Live Ops on a couple of issues. One was the Augment Data Mining event for the first three days. A handful of players never got it. 
Okay, that has not yet been addressed. Now that event, uh, of course, occurred uh, over Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. Uh, to my knowledge. We have not had a resolution on that, nor has compensation been issued to affected players. So I just want to bring that up. Check mark number one, Scopely. What are we doing with the players who didn't get their augment data mining event, the three days event? Okay. And by the way, uh, that was a single event, three days long with a set of milestones. Some players never got them. Okay. Second issue. Second issue was um, players received on Saturday the new Augment Hostile event, which was not 1,000% thought out either, okay? This event was not thought out either. As a matter of fact, I did get a a somewhat humorous uh, screenshot. I'm going to post it in the graphics room for those. Uh, Guys, can anybody tell me where I might be able to find a, a level 40 or level 41 augment hostile because i would have liked to have sped that event up for me (laughs) okay i would have liked to have done that um shinjo don't worry about that i I got you on lock okay i know what's going on with that and you you don't have to worry about it um you you won a contest i know from another content creator and panic issued you the wrong prize okay that happens as a matter of fact, I've had my own winners receive the wrong prize. That's not the right prize, okay? Not a big deal. I'm going to get you taken care of. All right. Um, yeah, if you guys look in the graphics room, you're going to see the Augment Hostile event, a.k.a. the Crucible of War solo milestone with a new name, <laughs> okay? So silly. Now, I know, I know, Gregor just now sent me this screenshot. I'm going to post it in the graphics room as well. They did correct the, the, the points, Okay, they did indeed. However, Gregor, if you would, uh, that second screenshot I just posted down there, that's yours, Gregor. Okay, tell me, how successful were you at grinding out 20.05 million points when level very? You were very successful when 35s and 36s were as large as you could get. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's only like 20,000 hostels or 20, something. 20,000 hostels for Gregor. I saw many, many examples in the official Discord of people who had to hit 3,000 and 5,000 and 7,000 hostels. <laughs> okay. How you hit so many? Uh, you don't. Therein, yeah, you lies, don't. therein lies my second shame on you, Scopely, for the day. Okay? I got three of them. Shame on you, Scopely. For launching an event that clearly nobody looked at. You know, I've, I've talked about this before. And I, and I, you know, listen, you guys know I give Scopely a lot of credit. I defend Scopely. I defend mechanics. I'm very glass half full. Okay. I defend when I believe there's merit. Okay. This one escapes me. No, no, Stevens, Aaron. He says if it was a three-day event, it'd be fine. You want to grind 8,000 hostels a day? <laughs> you want to grind 8,000 hostels a day? No. No one should ever be asked to grind 3,000 or 8,000 or 5,000 hostels a day. And to Scopely's credit, they came out and said, whoops, that wasn't supposed to happen. This, by the way, is clearly the metric or the styling of the event from Crucible of War. And they adapted it for Augment Hostels. Not the end of the world, except proofreading. <laughs> right? Proofreading? I don't know if this falls under QA or not. To be honest with you, I would guess probably not. To be perfectly frank with you, this to me looks like a deployment error. Okay? And it's not a deployment error. They clearly meant to deploy this. They just didn't 
think it out. They didn't look. They were like, okay, we'll use this milestone. That's a quick and easy copy and paste. Why wouldn't they look at that? Shame on you, Scopely, for launching an event that clearly and 100% you did not second glance at it. You did not give it a second look. doesn't look like you gave it a first look. I don't understand that one. That's that's a pretty significant. And again, I, I know that it's not a significant error in the regard that it didn't award points. Okay, so it wasn't required for your arc. It was just an example of careless planning. It was an example of careless deployment. Okay, not to mention, here's my shame on you, Scopely number three. Shame on you, Scopely number three for creating an augment hostile event where there's only one system where you can get the maximum number of points i.e. you literally just gave us fractured empire which was already bad because it was only in three systems okay it was already bad i mean not bad i like fractured empire but the lag was bad there were not enough hostiles yada yada we all complained about it right now you're going to take fractured empire where the entire galaxy was in three systems <laughs> and you're going to put everybody in one system. Why does that make sense? It doesn't. You're also trying to mine. It doesn't make any sense. Hence my conclusion. Shame on you, Scopely, for not giving this event a second look. Or first, in my opinion. Shame on you, Scopely, for these three things today. Jayberg says the event planner must not play the game. No, I don't think that's it. All right. I, I, at least I don't think it's it's a, a, a one person. I don't think it's one event planner. Okay. I think that that this game was designed. And again, I could be corrected. Listen, anybody can pop up with an alternate theory. Gala, you're welcome to pop in. I don't mean to be dump on Scopely. This, like I said, was ten minutes where I was going to say, "Wake up, guys." This was ten minutes where I was going to say, "Really? Come on." Okay, augment hostels where you have to grind 8,000. And by the way, and, and you know, here's the thing. To their credit, they've already announced that it was an error. Okay, Saturday, EMH John, moderator on the official Discord, comes out and says, hey, listen, guys. Hey, listen, guys. It is a mistake. It is a mistake. We're going to fix the graphic. We're going to get rid of, obviously, the level 40 hostels because they don't exist. And we're going to adjust the milestones for uh, the next day. We're going to adjust the milestones so that it's easier to obtain uh, tomorrow, which was today. Okay, This event launched yesterday. So we're going to adjust the milestones. Now, I haven't actually looked in-game. Did that happen? Were the milestones adjusted? Yes. The milestones were adjusted. Gregor, if you would, post a new screenshot of your new milestones. We've got yours to look at at 20 million. Uh, Let's just keep things comparable. Let's look at yours. Okay. Uh, by the way, mine was the one at 263 million. So I'll post mine. Mine's at Ops 35, and I'll post mine as well. That way, you guys can see what they adjusted them to. At least they fixed that. Okay. And I appreciate that. I appreciate Live Ops handling that on a weekend. They fixed it. Okay. Uh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. They did. They did much better. Uh, did they change the rewards? Yes. They sure did. Uh, here comes the graphics room, guys. So not only did they fix. So again. Shame on you, Scopely. All right, you made an error. Okay, you made an error. And then when you corrected the magnanimous, uh, I can't even say that word. When you created or, or corrected the magnificence of your error, you cut our rewards in half. 
There comes mine, and uh, Gregor just sent me his. I'm going to take it right now. We'll copy and paste it in. Gregor's dropped to 140,000. Mine's only 80,000, so that's great. That's not a lot of hostels, but obviously this was the intention all along. Does anybody disagree? This was the intention. 80,000, 40,000, 20,000 milestones for me. Gregor, you got to max out at 140,000 points, but look what they did to our rewards. Now, yours didn't change. No. <gasps> yours didn't change. Well, maybe we should stop talking about it right now. Anybody else? Because look there, mine at Ops 35 got hacked in half. Mine got hacked in half. Anybody else? Okay. Uh, Sinclair says they're shil- still showing incorrect hostels. That's fine. Okay. I don't necessarily care about the display. The milestones were the big problem. But Sinclair, look there for you. Okay. 75,000 and you're a level 30... Two? 31? 33. 33. So 33, 34, and 35 are at least confirmed very, very close. Uh, I'm not happy about that. I'm not happy. Hang on, Vita. Look there. Uh, 16.7 million. Now, I only have to do 5,000 more points, which admittedly is only like three hostels more, but my rewards should never be the same as yours. They should never be the same as a 33. Okay? So, uh, Korat says that they were scaled. Okay, they weren't properly scaled. <laughs> okay, this event was slap hazard. Slap hazard, Scopely. So shame on you, Scopely, for launching a slap hazard event. I don't know why this happened. I obviously it was filler content because it doesn't have the points. But even after your correction, even after your correction, this is ridiculous. Okay, ridiculous. Sorry. I'm not normally the guy that says that, but this event was about as sloppy as I've ever seen you. Sorry. I can't believe it. Even now, today, okay, you've made the correction, and it's still wrong. You still got the scaling wrong, and you cut my rewards for your error. I'm not happy. Not happy about it. Okay? A couple of other things happened this week. Where uh, this this so not only do we we shove the entire galaxy in augmented space, so you're telling me that only mine got messed up? Are you serious? Everybody else's, you still have the same rewards? Are you kidding me? Uh, I still never got a confirmation about the uh, when we had to do the data solo mine. Well, okay. I know I said that that was my number one shame on Scopely because they haven't addressed just, that. They I haven't addressed just, that either. I just, I just logged in. Sorry. That's all right. Like, I just, I, I, I logged, <laughs> like I got, like I did it and I got like 103.2 K in green data, but no points. Game's out to get me. Herc says, I get it. You know, and, and you know what? Here's the thing. I was actually prepared as I just did to really call this out today. If for everybody else, <laughs> if for everybody else, this is fixed then fine. I'll chalk it up. Listen, maybe I just need to go kill one. As you can see, I haven't done any points. Okay, I've done nothing yet. So maybe I just need to go and do something or reboot my client. I don't know. All right, like I said, I haven't been in the game since the event reset today. Perhaps I am inappropriately jumping on a bandwagon. If your guys' this is all fixed, then so does... Oh, Truck and Chick says no changes for me. Battle Droid says no changes for me. Hmm. Hmm. Wegg says no changes for me. Oh, wait. No changes is what you're supposed to have. 
<laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I got that really backwards. Uh, no, listen, your events were not supposed to change. Your events were not supposed to change, okay? Uh, what happened was my events, my events uh, rewards got cut in half, and I don't expect that that was supposed to happen. Okay, so <clears throat> Mr. Big says Ops 30, and yes, mine is also reduced from yesterday. Okay, so this appears to be, uh, as Sinclair jokingly says, this appears to be selective nerfing. Okay, Snake Eyes, we knew it was going to happen. My game got nerfed. My base got nerfed. Truck and Chick says no change in my milestones occurred. Are you serious? You still need like 270-some thousand points? You know... <clears throat> Again, this was handled sloppily, sloppily. And so for those of you who have an augment event today that is less rewards or no changes in the milestones, submit a ticket. Submit a ticket, all right? Because in my opinion, this shouldn't have happened, all right? Now, I got no confirmation from Live Ops. It's Sunday, Okay, I don't know what their intention was, but what did in fact happen is the community got different levels of scale of this event. Mr. Big says, oh my God, I got nerfed. <laughs> Durr says, mine was a two-day event. Mine wasn't. Mine, was it? I thought it was a 24-hour event on the Augment Hostel thing. Yeah, mine's a... Uh, two-day event. It's a two-day event. Two-day leaderboard, guys. A two-day yeah. leaderboard. It's a solo single day. The solo milestones. Yeah, solos are always single. Well, yeah, and that's what I'm talking about. My milestones got cut, but so did my rewards. Now, the leaderboard is fine. The leaderboard doesn't need to change. I mean, that's just a leaderboard, okay? Two single days on the solo milestones, and yesterday they said, we cannot fix it. It's live. We cannot fix it. It is live. So we will fix it for tomorrow. <laughs> Fail. Yeah, we'll fix it for tomorrow, Sure. That didn't happen. It didn't happen, at least not properly. Okay, that was another error. So, again, I've spent more than 10 minutes on it. I'm going to be done. I've spent more than 10 minutes on it. I'm going to be done. I just want to draw your attention. Submit your tickets. Okay, submit your tickets because this event, you don't need to be angry. Don't be disrespectful. Okay, but this was poorly handled. All right, and we have, I, this guy, has given Scopely all the credit in the world when it comes to compensation, okay? When they make errors, compensation is forthcoming, and that's great, okay? I appreciate when you do that. And to be honest with you, I expect it to happen again, okay? I expect that Scopely will issue compensation for this, not only for the data mining part of it, all right, but for yesterday's part of this Augment Hostel, and now for me, Durr says my, reward, my milestones dropped, but my rewards stayed the same. I'm glad for you. Mine didn't. My milestones dropped, and my rewards cut in half. Okay, so um, you know what? I'll be submitting a ticket, and I expect that Scopely will handle or issue compensation for this, but they need to be made aware. Okay, so that's all I'm going to say about it. I want you to be aware, event, botch, Okay, submit a ticket, hope for compensation, be happy with compensation. By the way, they issue a compensation chest, I'm two thumbs up, smiles and stars, okay? I'm good. I'll be fine. All right? I just want to go on record and say, guys, this was not for the beginning of a brand new arc. This was not a particularly skilled deployment, okay? A little bit curious as to how this made it through 
as many people as it would have had to have gone through before it went live in the game. I mean, clearly those milestones weren't going to work. Clearly there's no such thing as a level 50 augment hostile. And clearly we cannot ask our players to kill 8,000 hostiles in a single day. Clearly. Okay? So there you go. Yeah. I kind of wonder, after all those amazing days of Borg Ark, really nice content, really great ideas, really no big mistakes, New arc starts and uh, yeah. yeah, little buggy, right. little buggy. Uh, here's another one from EMH Mark John. This was yesterday at 1:29 p.m. Eastern time. Uh, due to a recent change with the augment store, players who've yet to unlock the Botany Bay cannot fully complete it as before. This is a known, acknowledged bug. Please contact customer service describing your issue. They should be able to resolve it for you. So when I came in here on Wednesday and said you should be able to complete your Botany Bay for free, that was the intention. I told you there should be a cooldown just like there was last time. That was the intention. Again, sloppy deployment. Okay, because you guys said there was no cooldown, and you're right. There is no cooldown. wasn't intended. The Botany Bay There is no Botany Bays either. No, the Botany Bay was intended to be completed for free using the same mechanic as it was before. 12 blueprints, a five-day or a one-day cooldown, five days, blah, blah, there's your Botany Bay. Okay? Didn't happen. Didn't happen. Okay? Data Systems Technical Chief says, I'm a 35, mine got cut like yours. This may be a level 35 issue. Most people are saying that they didn't, they didn't see much of a change. This may be a very narrow issue. Okay? <clears throat> Snake Eyes, I'm going to read your comment, and then we will continue on. Here's a point I want to bring up regarding reasons to contact customer support in-game regarding bugs. Each ticket open creates a paper trail. The paper trail is how they allocate the resources you need to send the ticket, even if 100 other people have sent one so that they can allocate proper resources, and you're exactly right. They do not know it's an issue if we do not tell them. All right? Sinclair says... Yeah, okay. One thing that I want to add, though, is that you have to understand that the more tickets we have, the more workload it is creating as well. Absolutely. After, don't come at the agent and tell them, oh, you didn't reply in five days, right? Because when we receive 1,000 tickets, we're sorry, guys, but we have to check. We have to track. We have to go in the back end. We have to verify everything. So do not complain to the agent if you don't get a reply in five days, right? absolutely right. Be patient because, yes, we're going to receive lots of tickets because a lot of people uh, either didn't receive their their you know data mining or whatever or the you know this issue with the augment or whatever yes i agree now they're aware right it's not like they're not aware they're well, aware i was gonna, I was gonna say let me, let me ask you this gala and and since you bring up that point because i've actually brought this up before and, and this brings up a good thing even vita was talking about on the last show when there is a known issue like this when there's a known issue like this, is there an alternative, more proper way to let them know that we are affected? Because here's the thing. I, I, I feel like the only choice I have is to submit a ticket, okay? Because I am an affected player, and I need my event, and I need my milestones changed. They can't fix it for me if I don't let them know that it was a problem for me. Same thing. If some players did not get the augment data mining, they have to inform customer support that they were affected. Therefore, they get you know whatever decision that Scopely ends up doing that, that they become uh, included in that affected group. 
Is there an alternative way? I mean, we, I think that we can't necessarily count on Scopely saying, okay, by the way, here's the list of 17,000 players who were affected, and here's what we're going to do for you. Is that what they're going to do, or do we need to let them know that we're affected? No, a ticket, a ticket is always a good thing, right? Because okay. we internally use tags, right? So we have tags internally. So when you open a ticket, then we categorize the ticket. We say, okay, this is the tag, didn't receive the data, whatever, the data event, or didn't receive the augment or whatever, right? So we have tag. So then after we can come with data and tell them, okay, we received 500 tickets related to this issue, right? And obviously, this is the people who take the time to send a ticket because we have some people who are even don't bother opening tickets or mm-hmm. you know so the vip they come at me so they don't really have to open tickets unless i told them right so you know uh yes we do like have the tracking um no but vita what you're doing is terrible so don't do that please thank you <laughs> right like saying giving yeah, a yeah, ID yeah, yeah. number or whatever oh, sure, sure, doesn't sure. make any uh, sense <laughs> yeah Hello. hang on sorry vita. but vita hang on yeah no sorry okay go uh-huh. ahead Oh, you got I, I work I work in CS, so I know what it is. And I'm telling you, this is not helping anything because we already have our own what, tag. That, so we don't no, need a, Vita, a tag. What, that's that's Vita, 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 stop. Vita, we don't, don't talk we don't over people. A, we don't need someone who is like uh, saying, going in the official Discord and saying, yeah, use this uh, ID uh, created by Vita. It doesn't do anything for us. It doesn't mean anything to us, right? It is not something we relate to the agent. The people who work in CS are not very on Discord, so they don't really see all those kind of message and they don't care because they create their own tag in the system. We have our own tags. So we don't need an ID number or whatever, or like or, or some specific message or stuff like that, right? We don't need that. Okay. All we well, need and, to do and, is okay. open a ticket no, and say no, no. the issue is this and thank you. All right. You, Vita. Know, you Vita. know what? Vita. I quit. I quit. No, listen. Then don't give, then d- tell CS to don't give me a false information that they like it and that they like the idea, etc. Because this tag, which I spread around, I've discussed it, with, I send a ticket to customer service to make it, it easier because I know how much uh, re- they receive in this. I don't yeah. think I don't think anybody is Everyone, saying that- and, and they said like, hey, this is a good idea. Yeah, so they can group uh, things together. Yeah, so they can uh, set up an autoresponder that if uh, that tech is present to deal with it in a different way. So, which you can with the help shift. And now you tell me, no, don't do this. We don't like that. Okay, so let, let's everybody back up for one second, okay? Because I don't think she said that you can't do that. I think she said that what they say is that they've got their own uh, sort of triage internally, which makes complete sense. Anybody who's worked in in ticket support or customer support knows that there's a triage, okay? Different tickets go to different places, okay? Uh, what I was saying, and, and honestly, the way I interpreted what Gala was saying is, don't send a ticket that says you screwed up, <laughs> All right. Send a ticket that says, hey, listen, this is what happened. I'm an affected player. Please handle it. And then be patient. You don't need to be rude or disrespectful when you're sending your ticket because that ain't going to get you anywhere either. Okay. The, what I just took away from what Gama's, Gala's comments were was simply, okay, was simply that be patient. Obviously, this was a very large issue. Okay. Uh, it was a very widespread issue. And there's going to be a huge influx of tickets. Okay, and so if you don't get a response right away or in three days or in five days, okay, then no, you know, 
don't be panicked about it. Okay, obviously something's going to happen. Is there a need, Stevens Aaron? You wrote no need to multi-tag. You can submit one ticket. One ticket is completely sufficient, guys. You don't need more than one. Don't spam them with tickets. That's just going to slow down the process. You don't need to fill out a ticket and say you guys are awful. Okay, because that's not going to do anything either. All right. Um, however, all right. Morrow says that filing tickets is a waste of time. This is where I disagree with you, Moros. Okay. You may not get a, uh, you may get a canned answer. Okay. But just like Gala said, those things are categorized. They're triaged and they're sent to the appropriate team. If you, for example, Moros didn't have, you know, a, a satisfactory, let's say for example, you didn't get the data mining event. Okay. Well, that's not fair. You didn't get the rewards. Even if you, you know, whatever you wanted the rewards from it, you didn't have the event to participate in. You may still want them. If you don't submit the ticket, then they don't know that you're an affected player. Okay? Submit the ticket. Submit the ticket. However, okay, um, what you put in your own tickets, whether it's a tag or a common thread, they're triaging that internally. I'm going to agree with Gala and Vita here. Okay? They're both not incorrect. Gala says they triage things internally, and Vita says, hey, I was just trying to make sure that there was one code for everybody to use so that they knew it was an issue. Perfect. Gala, what that technically does is for somebody who has trouble communicating or maybe non-English speaking or maybe... Uh, somebody who just is not a very good writer or not a very good explainer of what's happening using that tag does categorize them. Okay, so I don't disagree, Vita, that that's not a bad thing. Okay, creating a common yeah, thread is not a bad thing. But if customer support can still then interpret that, you know, and and assign it and triage it in the appropriate way, then we're good. Okay, we're good. Yeah. What I'm what I'm saying is that this information is not related to necessarily all or CS agent, right? So if someone is just sending a ticket with an ID number, they will just most likely reply and say, "What are you talking about?" Because I don't know what you're talking about. It doesn't make any sense. So please, please, I'm asking you to actually take five minutes to write a ticket and explain the issue that you have. It is simple for everybody. Everybody can do it. If you even you can just put some screenshot and say I'm missing that or whatever. It is easier for us. It is easier because we have our own way to categorize this thing internally. Uh, and we are not going to start like, you know, using those IDs that are on Discord when our agents are not on Discord. They don't work on Discord. They have no knowledge of what is this idea that they are, you guys are talking about? They don't know. So, you know, it is it is better for everybody if you take just the time to, to send a little ticket uh, and say, okay, well, this is the issue that I have. It takes five minutes, and for us, we can then put the correct tag. By the it's way, it takes the same amount of time as it takes to mine your data daily. <laughs> All right. So anyway, uh, <laughs> just saying, things are moving quickly. Uh, so again, guys, uh, just saying, and we don't need to get into much more conflict. As a matter of fact, I'm going to leave it live right there. Okay. Uh, I don't disagree that being concise on a ticket is a good thing. I also don't necessarily disagree that having some type of common thread or a common message is a bad thing. Durr is right about one thing, Gala. It's that a lot of times we never get the actual response. It's like they take the feedback, they take the reason for the ticket, and then they say, we're going to look into it. And then there's never any communication back. So we don't know where the issue stands unless you like you or panic or somebody comes out into the game and says, okay, here's a compensation chest for this. Customer service themselves never let us know anything. Okay, So if it's not a widespread community issue, 
there's a lot of times where we don't get a satisfactory answer. And we will discuss this more in depth at another time. Where I did not intend to get on to CS today. Uh, that was not. As a matter of fact, who I intended to get on today was QA <laughs> or deployment, whoever it is. <laughs> okay. So, uh, you know, there's a lot of different ways that we could look at, at communication uh, better back and forth. And, and we'll talk about them in the future, but uh, not a topic for today. Okay. Uh, last thing that I want to do very quickly before we wrap up. Actually, you know what? Let's go ahead and take our final break. When we come back, ladies and gentlemen, uh, we're going to recap very quickly on one thing that I actually am extremely pleased with Scopely on regarding the Outlaw Lark, uh, Outlaw Arc. We're going to talk about it coming up right after the break. My name is Ultimate DJs. This is Talking Trek Live, Star Trek Fleet Command's official podcast. Go nowhere. We'll be right back. This program is made possible in part by a grant from Lens Shafters. In less than an hour, Lens Shafters can make you a really lousy pair of glasses that are way overpriced. President Trump here with an apology to Twitter for the rough things I said after they cracked down on my account. Frankly, they overreacted, but here goes. Roses are red. Uh, Twitter says roses come in multiple colors. <sighs> roses are multiple colors, violets are blue. Also multiple colors. Roses are multiple colors, violets are multiple colors, and if you censor my account... It's fact-checking, not censorship. You know what? That's enough. We're shutting down Twitter, everybody. You can't legally do that. Get this guy out of here. He's a hater and a loser. <laughs> okay, okay. I see what's happening here. Face to face with greatness and it's strange You don't even know how you feel It's adorable Well it's nice to see that humans never change Open your eyes, let's begin Yes it's really me, it's Maui, breathe it in I know it's a lot, the hair, the bod When you're staring at a demigod What can I say except Welcome. <laughs> All right, no, this was my pick. Actually, I'm cracking up over here. All right, so this is one of Oliver's favorite songs. He listens to it all the time. All right, he does ask Alexa to play it a lot. Uh, however, <laughs> I decided to choose it for creating World War Three on our show today. <laughs> so, listen. Yeah, I know, right? I didn't mean to do that. So, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to nix it in the butt right now. Vita. Relax and be happy, man. Love and peace. Love and peace. Oh, this is a great song, Durr. It's from um, it's from Disney's Moana, which is a very cute movie. Very cute movie. Come to think of it. Honestly, I could go on and on. I could explain every natural phenomenon. The tide, the grass, the ground. Oh, that was Maui just messing around. I killed a nil. I, I like it. It's Sprouted a tree. Now you got coconuts. coconuts. What's the lesson? What, what is the takeaway? Don't mess with Maui when he's on a breakaway. And the tapestry here in my skin is a map of the victories I win. Look where I've been. I make everything happen. Look at that. Is the rock singing? Yes. The rock was a key character in this movie, and it was great. Welcome in, everybody. Ultimate DJ's here. Yeah. Thank you, Snake Eyes. <laughs> Whoops. Welcome in. Ultimate DJ's here on Talking Trek. <laughs> Star Trek Fleet Command's official podcast. All right. Listen. 
<laughs> we don't want the only angry that and I thank you. All right, Vita, listen, buddy, please take a timeout. Take a timeout. You're in text. Take a timeout. Okay? Take a timeout if you need no to. No DJs. Yeah, Vita, Vita, no. Vita, we're live listen, on the air. Listen, no, listen, I'm talking. All right, we're live on the air. Okay? I am asking you as host of this show, I'm asking you to take a timeout. We're not talking about customer service anymore. No more. We're done with it. Okay? Calm down. Woo saw. Okay? You and I can talk about this all the live long day a little bit later. I'm asking you right now as we continue live on the air. We're done with this topic. Okay? And he left. He's gone. Well, <clears throat> there it is. Guys, that, that was not supposed to happen. I'm sorry that it did. Cooler heads must prevail. Okay? I, I love Vita. Uh, Vita, see, you, well, you're not even listening now, but that's fine. You know what? I'm not going to take the time to text you because I'm live on the air. So when you go back and listen to this, you need to hear... Okay, we need, we need to go to commercial and then come back again. Listen, Vita, <laughs> when you go, uh, hopefully you listen to the show, okay? I don't, I'm not asking. He says, I will STF you to please you. No, that's not what it is. To please me, we're going to move on, okay? This is a larger conversation that we can have another time. Yes, I agree, Vita, who, again, I know is not listening. The issue remains. I agree, and I just had your back. I am shocked you didn't hear me. Okay, I said, yes, I agree that a common tag, a common thread can be a good thing for customer support. All right. Gala is simply saying that it's not required and they've got their own tracking mechanism, which is fine. It's fine. Okay, you you are getting all worked up over something that is a good idea. But Gala is simply saying it's not required. So we don't need you don't need a common thread to support, a support to, uh, to throw a support ticket. Gala is simply saying that it would maybe be more advantageous to the support representative reading the ticket if there were some details instead of just a tag. Okay? So, I hope you go back and listen. I hope you do. I have all the respect in the world for you. I think you're an extremely intelligent guy. I think you're very passionate, and I love you to death. Okay? All I was asking you to do was to let it go right here, right now, today, because we're live on the air, and we got to move on, okay? Nothing's going to happen right here on a Sunday afternoon. Time to, time to move on, okay? Time to move on. Uh, promotions, everybody. Uh, what did I say? Oh, no, I, here's what I said I was going to do. I was going to give Scopely a, a, an actual pat on the back. All right, uh, and so I did my complaining. I did my shame on you, Scopely, but I am going to point out Ladies and gentlemen, that as of the first five days of this outlaw arc, the number of points that we are accumulating is actually at an all-time high. I don't know if this has been scaled differently uh, because of feedback from the first couple of arcs, and obviously it's way too early to project what's going to happen at the end of the arc, okay? But guys, 7,000 points on days one and two. That's big time. If you guys remember back to Borgard 3, it was only like 3,000, and we were all really kind of starting to panic, remember? Uh, days three and four, and now five and six, 12,000 points a day. 12,000 points a day. Okay, uh, that is actually a great pace of points that are accumulating. Guys, I am still going to obviously urge caution on skipping events. 
okay? But I had someone tell me earlier today, well, gosh, I can't do my heroic. My Franklin is not strong enough. That's okay. Maybe this is one where you have to take a time out, okay? But the number of points that they're issuing actually feel really good, okay? The pace of play for the points and your battle pass is really, really good, okay? Uh, Friday, I was able to unlock my mission keys and do the second part of the outlaw mission chain, okay? <laughs> and then, uh, and so I'm going to show this screenshot super duper quick, and then we're going to play our final round of Battleship, and we'll move on. Oh, no. Where did it go? I thought I had a screenshot. Oh, here it is. Okay, thank you. Um, I did uh, just for kicks and giggles. I'm not making fun of anybody here. I just noticed it, and I thought this would be fun to point out. Pretty sure this guy is dead. Okay, I just posted a screenshot in the graphics room. This guy died already, Scopely. You can't kill off characters and bring them back and think we won't notice. <laughs> that guy's dead. Okay, uh, he died in Borg Arc 2. Just say it. He gone. He's done. He died. All right. I saw Narvalin. It's a different name. I saw, but still. <laughs> still. It's it's pretty obvious, okay? Pretty, I, it's his twin. twin. It's brother. a twin brother. A twin brother. <laughs> <laughs> oh goodness gracious! Um, let's see uh, what's going on here. Now, listen, guys. I'm getting some PMs. Um, I'm getting uh, I'm getting some PMs, and obviously, a lot of people are concerned about what just happened ten minutes ago. Don't be. I'll take care of it, okay? And I will address everybody's PMs here in just a couple of minutes. All right? I, seriously, I got like fifteen. <laughs> I will address everybody's messages uh, coming up here just very, very shortly. So obviously, again, like I said to Vita, we are live, okay? My resources and attention are directed elsewhere. All right, uh, very good. Anybody else? I'm going to give you community forum for just two or three minutes, not related to customer support, and then we'll play Battleship and get out. Of here we're actually just shy of the two hour mark so i'd like to move on uh anybody else have anything anybody anybody can i have some rain over here because it's like smoking hot i you know what it's pretty hot over here where i'm at and uh i'm enjoying the sunshine today i got a lot of yard work done and uh so it was good it was good no well, i am not <laughs> we do have tropical uh, get the tropical storm is it pouring the rain, most. Sinclair, or just raining? Because there is a difference. Uh, it ain't doing anything but pouring <laughs> the sunshine out. <laughs> oh, there you go. It's been pouring the rain here. Pouring the rain. There it's it is. Pouring the wind here. <laughs> All right, guys. Let's uh, let's do this. If nobody else has anything serious, it, then uh, I, do, I do actually. Oh, Haven. Yes. It what do you is. got? Very quickly. It's, it's a quick and it is a customer service. Thank you to Scopely for getting my Botany Bay problem fixed. Oh, so they already took care of that one for you. So it, yes, it, it, are you talking? Okay, solved. very good. So it sounds like, again, guys, the right thing to do is exactly what Gala said. The right thing to do is to submit a ticket, okay, uh, and hope that it doesn't take the five days, but it sounds like Havens has already gotten hers figured out, yeah. and therein it, comes. It took, uh, so now what are they doing? Are they doing 12 blueprints on the 24-hour cooldown? Is that what they added back, or did they just give it to you? They just gave me the 12 missing blueprints. Okay. So they looked, they looked Follow through. up on that. They, is they it so through everything I had given them. It was on my level, my 43 account uh, that somehow with the update, 
those blueprints disappeared. So are they still not allowing you to build a, a Botany Bay for free? Because I remember a year ago, the first time around, that was six blueprints a day for five days. That was 30 that they gave you for free out of the Augment Store. The other 30, you actually had to grind. You never had to pay. Okay, you never had to pay for the first ship. The first 30, I mean, obviously you could to fast track it, but the first 30 were earned in events. The second 30 were earned in the Augment store, and there was one free Botany Bay. So for players now, it looks like they've taken the events part out. Okay, they're just making 12 blueprints available, but it was my supposition that those 12 blueprints should have been available five times on a 24-hour cooldown to provide lower-level players with their Botany Bay. Blokeman says yeah, it's just I the 12 and then it disappears. I, I still think that that's it, not correct. I'm not I'm not sure what was supposed to happen. I just know that there was zero option for me. There wasn't even an option to buy. Okay. Other people had options to buy it showing up in their store, and I had no option to buy and no option to obtain the blueprints. Well, the only thing I had an option for, although I can't get because they gave me 12 prints and nothing since, was an upgrade pack with the blueprints. What good is that? Uh, so you don't even have the pay? You can't even buy a Botany Bay? No, I cannot. All nope. I can do is wow. buy an upgrade pack. Yeah. Correct. Well, that's yeah. what mine was, too. Okay. Sinclair, turn in a ticket because that's what I did, and they looked through it, and they agreed, and they... But, but, in it. fairness, Haven... So it was salt. Well, okay, maybe, but in fairness, what are you going to do with 12 blueprints? Okay. That was all I needed to complete it. Oh, that was what well, I was missing. I got you. How did you get the other ones? Yes. Through missions and through... The, there were the 12 that I picked up in the augment store in the one-time 12 blueprint. And then I did all the missions and I was only short 12. I don't know. I don't know. That's what I ended up with was 48 out of 60 and mm. no way to progress. Okay, because I'm, I'm just curious because all I have is a 12 that I got out of the store. No, I correct myself. I have 30. So I've gotten them on the – I don't even know how I got 30. I But I'm still 30 short. Burn Like Ice says on 43 they had six blueprints a day before the latest update, and that's how I got mine, and then they changed to 12 after. I still think that there's uh, – Jayberg says 36 are obtainable by missions. Snake Eyes concurs, uh, 36 available for missions. So we're going to have to dive back into that because I, obviously I know that I want people to be able to get that. And they're in, even if it's supposed to be 24 in the store, Snake Eyes, they're only given 12, and so you know, there's still there's still something missing here, okay? Okay. So, uh, yeah. Absolutely. Go ahead. But again, not not to sidetrack everything. Just they, I turned in a ticket. They looked it over. They agreed and they fixed the problem. So cool. I'm just out there saying. Thank you, thank you Haven. Appreciate thank that. You, uh, next, DJ. Uh, this is Neelix. Uh, I'm a level 18. Um, there was 30 from missions, not 36. Uh, I got all 30 for missions, and I was working on getting the 30 from the augment store. And I was 18 away when the uh, upgrade happened. And when that happened, there was only 12 in the store. So I got those 12, and it left me six short. And. I'm going to do what Haven said and, and file a ticket. And I know that you got your 12, but again, I don't think that that was supposed to have happened. I, I, don't, I don't know. That's just my opinion. That's not factual. That's not been um, corresponded with or acknowledged by Scopely, but I just don't th- – I cannot think that that is right. 
Okay, so file a ticket, and, and maybe they tell you that's the way it's supposed to be. I just can't imagine that at the launch of the Augment event that they're not going to give a grindable path to the Botany Bay. Um, or or even not grindable, but, you know, a free-to-play path. There's there's no way that that's working as intended. Everything about Borgarks 1 through 4 focused around free-to-play being involved. I cannot imagine that they're going to change change the road on us now. Okay? I just I, – I, I feel like it's an error. So file a ticket and see what happens. Keep me posted. Keep me well, posted. I, did fi- I did file a ticket because I was six short, and I got a response back. And they said, yes, it was a problem. They were going to fix it. And in the meantime, they sent me a chest, not with six prints, but they sent me a chest with 30 prints. Oh, well, good. So you're halfway to your next one, and you got the one, okay? So, And again, I think that eventually when it gets fixed, I think that people can earn additional blueprints, and maybe you end up with a second Botany Bay for free. That might be cool. Hey, uh, you know, customer service did you a solid on that one. Okay, they gave you thirty. You needed six, so you're, you're you know you're on your way to your second for free. That's big. No one, no one that I'm aware of has gotten a second one for free. Even my second one, I paid for uh, several months ago. So I, to my knowledge, nobody's gotten a second one for free. And uh, maybe you're on your way to that. Okay, but I imagine. Durr says it's useless. I I disagree. Okay, if I'm going to mine it, if I'm going to if which I didn't, all right? But if, yes, if I'm going to mine competitively in a leaderboard event, yeah, it's big time, okay? Now, that, I, I'm just saying that is, that's just me. And I've told you before, I don't typically chase leaderboards, all right? Uh, is the second Botany Bay less important for me today than it was two weeks ago? Yes, I agree, but does still give me an advantage if I decided I wanted to chase a leaderboard. Okay. How you go switch back and forth? I have my methods provided to me by your own admiral, sir. He gave me a secret, and I like it. I like it, but I promised him I wouldn't reveal it until the end of the Augment arc. Okay. Yeah, Stevens Aaron, you got it. It's not it's not complicated. <laughs> yeah, big. That's right. You showed me. You gave me your coordinates, and you said, look what I'm doing. <laughs> Can I tell him? I don't mind to tell him, uh, Big. If, you, if you're okay with me telling him, I'll tell him. It's, it's, it's something that a lot of people have kind of already figured out. He says no secret. Uh, guys, um, it, you will save twice as many clicks, okay? I know, Trek and Chick, you were talking about clicks. Uh, yes, capture an entire carousel, okay? Uh, take the two ships and just move from one to the next to the next, and you will actually... Uh, he actually even suggested balancing the speed. Yeah, truck and chick, ring around the rosy. Except he didn't put all of his speed officers on one Botany Bay and let the other one be slow. He balanced the speed. I was not doing that, Durr. I was not. Uh, I had 10 of 10 and Joaquin on one, and I just let the other one be slow. Uh, it was Big Country who suggested that I move one of those officers to a different minor. Okay, to equalize their speed ever so slightly and then just ring around the rosy, ring around the rosy. And you will actually experience half as many clicks as if you would uh, reset the node and go back on it. So I like it. Thank you. Thank you for saving me clicks. All right. Anybody else? I think that we need to wrap up. Let's do Battleship. Mad Dog says, is every new officer that's going to be released now always going to be some type of auction? Getting tired of that already. Uh, Matt, I would imagine... So here, my personal opinion is, I don't like it either. But while they're making money, I imagine that that's probably going to hang out. Yeah, it's a huge money. They're making they're making way more money on these auctions than they would be just selling the car. Okay? I'm just saying. 
So I'm not a huge fan of it, but is what it is. People are spending money on the cards, and there you go. Talking Trek's battleship is underway. Our previous guess was a miss. However, the uh, Ferengi Devore and the USS Intrepid are on the board, and we found one of them. We just don't know which one it is. Let's see if we can find out who our next commander is going to be and whether or not they're going to have an opportunity to strike a hit. All right, let's see. The bot is running. We hope. <laughs> I don't think he was that mad. Oh, my gosh. He turned off the bot. Wow. That's... Seriously? Well, it's not working. Oh, well, no, it's working. Snake Eyes just got it to pull up. Did I, did I type something wrong? I don't think I did. Try again. There it goes. Okay. Don't know how that happened. You guys saw I typed the exact same thing. Did I spell something wrong? Contest pick? No, I didn't. Maybe just a little bit of lag. All right. Whew. I didn't think he'd do that. He wouldn't have done that. He's just grumpy. He'll be all right. Just a little bit of lag. Hey, Chewy. Welcome into the show, Chewy. Chewy, you got a chance. It would, it, you know what? There would have been a certain degree of hilarity to that. I ain't gonna lie. <laughs> I'm glad he didn't, but it would have been a little bit funny. All right, uh, Chewy, where you at, buddy? I'm not. Oh, I'm definitely not. I ain't challenging him on nothing. No what? Uh, Chewel four twenty seven. Chewel four twenty seven. Where you at, buddy? I need you. I need you to come in and pick a coordinate. I'll give you 10 seconds. No, sorry, JB, not you. Chewel 427. Chewel. <laughs> give him a few seconds. 10 more seconds. Oh, there he is. Hey, what's up, Chili? He probably was like, dude, my name's not Chewy. Uh, even close. How do you pronounce your name? Chewel. Is it Chewel? I'm probably saying it very, very wrong. Oh, he, it is Chewy. I thought it was. All right, Chewy. You got a chance. Let's walk into our battleship war room. Let's do it. All right. We're in here. We're in the battleship war room, and Chewy, you're in a very, very good position. I hope you've been listening. You're in an extremely good position. You ignore the chat room around you. They're trying to deceive you, sir. <laughs> you, at this time, Chewy, have an opportunity to pick a coordinate and potentially walk home with nothing or walk home with 300 uncommon materials or 300 independent credits. Chewy, please guess your coordinate. Chewy says J4. Ooh, he's going the opposite direction of you guys. J4. Let's find out. Computer, J4, please. Juliet. Four. Target acquired. Oh, my God! You guys are so close. You guys are so close. Juliet... Juliet 4 is a miss. Uh-oh. All right. Well, Chewy just basically gave the win to whoever our next player may be. 
Let's find. It was bold. It was bold. I'm not trying to lord it over him. It was a good guess. It was an extremely good guess. I mean, seriously, he had just as much chance that way as he did the other day. Dragon Slayer says, so it's the Devore. What makes you think that? I don't Just think. Three more slots. Yeah, there's plenty yeah, of space. It could be either one of them. Yeah, there's plenty of space. It could be either ship. The Ferengi Devore and the USS Intrepid are still in space, but one of them is smoking. One of them has been damaged. And off the air, off the air, someone will have an opportunity to sink this ship. It's coming up sometime between now and this coming Wednesday on Talking Treks Battleship. Yes. Oh, I like it very, very much. And there it is, We'd Talking Treks Battleship. If it is the uh, Dvork, then we know that we have spots that are just three that would close off on automatic. Yeah, that's true. You guys have done pretty good with this game board. And you know what? Uh, we had a little bit of a dry spell, just a little bit of a dry spell. So the game uh, the game life has been extended uh, here just a little bit over the last week or two. We're actually running right on time. And if this continues uh, pretty well, then uh, we may potentially uh, play another round. All right, I've uh, I've actually already been in touch with Panic about changing up the prizes for the second round and uh, making them a little bit more interesting. Mm. Badges, badges. Uh, I'm not badge. gonna I'm not gonna say yes or no because nothing's been approved or decided upon yet. But uh, we are looking to change the prize pool for the second round, uh, and we will be accelerating the second round. The second round will be played twice as fast, uh, meaning that we're going to take multiple. We'll take up to four per episode and four off the air. That's that's my proposal anyway. That's the proposed change because I don't want the next one to go another two months. So uh, yeah, we're gonna try to fast track that one. See if we can uh, if we can get two rounds in in three months. I'll be happy with that. I'll be happy with that. Uh, anyway, guys, I think that's about it. Anybody else have anything? I would like to remind you. Please do visit our website. That's talkingtrekstfc.online. Please visit the website there. You're gonna find all kinds of good stuff. You're gonna find a link to our Discord. If you're listening on the podcast version of this, we do have a good time in here. And and obviously, it is live. Sometimes things happen. Okay, uh, and and we do our best to try to keep you know every thing moving and but i mean this is radio this is why my show is different than the youtube guys they do video and i've always tipped my hat to them i would never do video i can't handle it uh i'm a long form radio guy i've done radio for 20 years so this is what i do this is what i like to do and uh if you like radio if you like uh, the podcast type format then then this show's for you uh if you like it so much in fact that you'd like to become a patron of the program and a supporter of this show, then please uh, visit our website as well. That's TalkingTrekSTFC.online. And on the left-hand side, you can see a list of the patrons and sponsors already on this show. Okay? And if you are so inclined to join and create a membership on this show, uh, just click the link to become a patron. Bronze patrons are a dollar a month, silver are three, and gold is $5 or more. All right, become a sponsor of this show and enjoy some additional perks, including discounts in our Talking Trek merchandise store okay the merchandise store is open and there's all kinds of goodies in there <laughs> i actually have a really good idea for a product i want to put in there that that stems from today's show but i'm probably going to talk to vita about it first i don't want him to be i don't want him to be upset i have a really funny idea though snake eyes <laughs> and and you know what he knows i love him i'm going to go ahead and say my idea i'm going to go ahead and say my idea i want to put I want to put his tag on a mug. <laughs> I, th I think that'd be funny. I think that would be funny. 
He's very proud of it. And I think it's a good idea. I want to put a tag on a mug. <laughs> I think he would laugh at that, too. When he calms down, he's going to laugh at that. All right, guys. Make sure you join us on our website. There's all kinds of stuff there, including our Amazon support link as well. Please support the show by doing your normal, everyday shopping on Amazon.com. Just come to my website first, okay? Click on TalkingTrekSTFC.online and then click my Amazon link. Go to my Amazon store and do your normal, everyday shopping. All right, and while you're on our website, you can take a look at the list of names like Gregor, Gallus Pet, Venkman, and I Beglin. These guys are gold sponsors of the show, and I thank them for their contributions. Big Country, Trash Panda, Doom, Omicron, Hank, and the Airlock you go, Chuck's a Grunt, and Pops, Dark Lord, and the Big Rob, and Darth Skywarp. All these guys are gold sponsors. Stevens Aaron, Morath, JB, Ahab. Energy, Fukum, Profeather, uh, let's see, Fukum, gold sponsors, all of them, Profeather and Omicron, silver sponsors to the show. See, you guys get your love today. Profeather and Omicron, thank you for being silver sponsors to the show. Uh, let's see, who else we got? We got Haya Bombu, Thorn, Virtual Army, Wardod, all right, Britallion, Jay Berg, Assimilated Fox, and Morgul. These guys are gold patrons. DJ Gurr, Red 2, Anhani, Just Skippy, Aceus, Azrael, Dunk, and Bojack, Ape 13, Crush, and Jonathan Ingram, all gold sponsors of Talking Trek Live. And I thank you, Jason, Beck, Tabby Moza, Regis, and Arthur. Thank you so very, very much for your sponsorship and your contributions to Talking Trek Live, which is, by the way, a registered trademark and recorded in front of a live studio audience for distribution across podcast platforms everywhere. My name is Ultimate DJs. I'll see you Wednesday. Love you, mean it. Bye-bye.